Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have some movie news, meaning Warner Brothers. And also mm-hmm. comic news, and we've read some comic books about like five this week. They were all pretty good. I liked them a lot. I know Taj has her trepidations mm-hmm. about one certain issue. But one certain thing, yep. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to talk, let's introduce Taj. Hey, Taj. No, <laughs> we're going to introduce me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. And we say hi to you in the I chat like- room. Hi, Wendy Sue. I'm Tej. I like comics. <laughs> you can tell. Okay, Tej. Tell us the movie news. Da-da-da. Movie news. Da-da-da. Okay. So, the Justice League website still has notifications on all my social media. And so they tweeted out something, and I was like, oh, God, what now? And they tweeted out... Um, that the movie, the DVD, and the digital download is coming out. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then they, they sort of hooked me and baited me again. Because right at the end, um, there's an homage clip to Man of Steel when he comes out of the Kryptonian baby ship. And, you know, the, and then if you were listening with your, your earphones, which I was, you hear the Hans Zimmer Man of Steel flight music. Right. And I literally started to cry because I was like, why, 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 you know? Um, And so then there was a thing released. I think Walmart has a pre-order for the DVD. Right. And they're really trying to push this thing because it's coming with collectible pins um, of all the justice collectible pins, you know, like buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, of all the Justice League member um you think you can buy me emblems? off WB with a pin? Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to buy us off. Um, some come with, you know, an exclusive uh, Jim Lee poster that was drawn. I'm like, ooh, you got Jim Lee to scribble no, away there. Thank ooh. You. Keep Not it. buying it yet. Nope. Uh. Yeah, I'm like, Jim Lee tweeted out the high-definition version, so I can just go to my printing shop, right? ask them to print it on poster paper, and kablam, I have it, you know. Right. Um, the the pins you can buy online, so I got those sorted. What else are you trying to bribe me with, Warner Brothers? Well, they, they're trying to bribe me with bonus scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Okay, okay, I'm interested, right? What are these bonus scenes you are talking about? So then somebody tweeted out the back of the cover that's going to come out. So it's got all the information. So before you buy, you know <laughs> yeah, what you're that. getting, right? Right. And very vague. What I was looking, yeah, what I was looking for was the runtime because 
right. on the Ultimate Edition BVS DVD. They put their runtime, and it was, you know, the three-hour minute count. So I knew it was a different movie, right? right? But when I looked at this, I saw 120 minutes. <laughs> so I was sitting there and saying, yeah, I was sitting there, um, festering in the heat of South Africa and the heat of my anger. Right. And I was like, you bastards are still giving us the Joss Whedon two-hour version. Right, but like, one minute, extra. Uh, okay, okay. Runtime is a bit vague because some people said their runtime was 119 minutes, 30 seconds. Some people said their runtime was 119 minutes, 40 seconds. My country had the runtime as 120 minutes for me. Well, and I can show you my movie ticket. I don't know what... Yeah, who, who Impossible got, 159. Yeah. Who, who's gonna, who got the three-hour one? 190 minutes? 119, 119. Oh, yeah, still, still that, 119. Okay, ours was one hour, 59 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, we, we had 120 minutes in South Africa. Uh, I think they rounded it up. Probably. Um, which is probably what they're because doing. Because they don't. Yeah. Which is probably what they're doing with this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's the Joss Whedon cut, well, right? Yeah. It's the two-hour. It's the two-hour Kevin Suchahara mandate version. Right. And if you want to see, for example, I don't know if they're going to have the scene, right? Because the scenes are very vague. Yeah. Um, they, they don't tell have... you what scenes. It's all the same. Yeah. Paragraph. Exactly. The, the the scenes don't tell you. Like for example, when Man of Steel came out, they said this featurette, legendary characters featuring the um, evolution of Superman, Lois Lane. Right. So right. you knew. Okay, that's what I want to watch. Right. I'm gonna buy the bonus set for for that for that. Right. Right. And. So th- that's what I'm talking about. This now just is so vague. The formation of the Trinity. Welcome three new heroes. And I'm like, okay, uh, all right. Uh, uh, so, so it's all going to be uh, Zack Snyder uh, stuff, right? Cause it's do- all going to be behind the scenes stuff. Right. We it don't know be- if, yeah. if it's... We don't know if it's Zack Snyder or Whedon. Whedon could have edited the whole thing and done interviews with himself for all I know. That could be a DVD. I, mean, I don't want to bomb, see bomb. Ginger sitting in a freaking chair talking about the movie he dilapidated. And, you know, what's he going to do? This is how he shot the boob, face boob shot with stunt doubles. Yeah, we. Were, I wanted to make this more funny. <laughs> so I called Lois Lane thirsty. <laughs> Idiot. Like, yeah, I'm, I don't know what those bonus features are. So... When people, there is one person on my, t- one person from 300 odd DCEU fans I follow, mm-hmm. right? One person said they're going to buy the digital version to see and mm-hmm. to warn us, like what we used to do with the New 52, right? Right. And Smallville. And, and this podcast. And Smallville, yeah. And this podcast, you know, and, and, and right. we still were doing it with, with Superwoman and those sorts of things. Right. Um, that's what this one brave soul, and I commend you so much, good sir, for doing this, is going to do. 
Yeah. Uh, they're going to buy the uh, digital version, which comes right. out on the 19th of March, I think. Something like and that. And then the other one comes out on the something. I don't even see. I don't even care about what date it comes out because I'm like, I don't care anymore yeah, about this movie. I already movie. it twice. It's enough. Yeah, you know, I, my heart literally got broken three times watching this movie because it, it let me down so badly. Right. Um, but what what I am most disappointed about is Warner Brothers could have could have given us a three hour cut like right. they did with BVS right. and the Ultimate Edition, where it's a full movie. You watch it with the ad, with the scenes added in, right? But no, now they're giving us deleted scenes that we have to then go and look and then piece together and put it in the movie and see well, how it would have fitted. Well, quite frankly, we've already done that because a lot of the scenes that were in the trailers weren't in the theatrical cut, so people basically exactly. have connected the dots on those. Exactly, and. Someone tweeted out, and, and I, I find it pretty funny, but they said, you know, deleted scenes really go over um, 15 minutes, right? Right. And and this is now we're talking like Lord of the Rings deleted scenes and stuff, so, you know, you get like epic, longer scenes and things. Um, and so basically, what Warner Brothers is going to do is give us the trailers, which are available right. for free. Online, because all those trailers were four minutes long each. There were four trailers. Add that together, you get your 15 minutes. Yeah, right? basically, without all the stuff in between. Exactly. So that's what Warner Brothers is going to do. And I'm not going to buy the DVD as much as I love Henry Cavill Superman and the DCEU Superman. I'm not going to buy the DVD just for one resurrection scene. No. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Um, that was the which only thing I, I really, in, really liked. Yeah. It, if, you know, which I will eventually be able to find online if I want to go and see it. Right. I can go and see that scene without all the junk in between. <clears throat> you know, yeah. And, okay, so, so that, that, yeah. that last snippet of Superman in the cape, I did see shades of red, so it wasn't the black suit, I'm pretty sure. But was he? Not the black suit. Yeah. I didn't think he was walking out. I thought he was walking in to the ship. I also think he's walking into the ship. Yeah. I don't think he's walking right. out of the ship. Right. Yeah. I think it's definitely a Zack Snyder scene. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, and I think it's definitely a full circle of what may be coming. Right. So... I think if he had walked out originally in Man of Steel, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder would close that circle and make him walk in as well. Correct. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm very disappointed in Warner Brothers. It's not like they don't know okay, they, it, uh, that we are angry. Right. Um, they gave us an inferior product. Now they're still pushing the inferior product with maybe another minute. There's a bonus yeah. scene or scenes. Well, we've seen all the deleted scenes in the freaking trailers. Because that's yeah, how they that's got us I'm in the thinking. theater in the first place, which was a bait and switch. There was no Clark yep. saying, 
mean, mm-hmm. was that a yes? What? The ring. Okay. There was none of that. It was, I'm itchy. I was itchy when I was dead. And, you know, oh, yeah. you smell good. Didn't I before? I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Did you see that, um, yeah. that, that video that I sent you? It's it was so funny. genius. <laughs> it was total genius. He did it out of a place of love as well. Right. And you can see, and you can see Justice League was um, somebody actually quoted the joke uh, or Alfred from The Dark Knight when they bring in the Joker and when the mob hires the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, in their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. And instead of the Joker, now they've replaced it with weeping, smiling face. I know. <laughs> I had Josh Whedon's oh. face on Superman's body, and I go, no! 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 That's such a horror. They had the um, make-a-sign scene in Batman's Nightmare. Yes. Um, yep. And he comes in, and he they open the back of the truck, just like, you know, and they have such a horror's head on the bad guy. And they go, and he says, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got it. And so they go in, they open it up, and you see the DVD set. Um, Batman sees, and he sees Whedon's face. <laughs> well, he, he sees one bonus scene, and he looks up, and and Sutrahar pulls out the gun, you know. And, oh, jeez. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. We're lying. Basically, what they did was, you know, we wanted to go order a, you know, a tuna steak at a really nice restaurant, you know, because we we've mm. been there before. And we wanted to have it again, or we knew, you know, what a great restaurant this was, right? What we got was mm-hmm. tuna in a can, and they handed us our can opener. Yeah, that that's a very good analogy. Uh, we we went back to this restaurant and found out it's under new management. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the manager hands us a tuna can. The health department was leaving with their clipboard still writing. Yep, yep. <laughs> but we were still we we came and we ordered our meal because we knew the last time we had such a good time, right? Right. And when the can of tuna came out, you know, we were like, "Is this a prank?" I was like, "Did you what lose happened? your Michelin chef? Hello." And then you find the Michelin star chef is like hanging upside down in the in the walking freeze, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't lose him. 
We didn't lose him. We still got his accreditation. We just strung him up and tied him up like a hog, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. actually good at these analogies. Yeah. There we are. <laughs> so, yeah. so, what, so how, anyway. How is Warner Brother going to make it up to us? Um, well, I have no idea because currently the, I said the only thing, the only way they can make it up is if they give Superman, if, if they release the Zack Snyder cut. Let, let's, right. let's be honest. Right. That, that's the only way they're going to make it up. And currently it looks like they're just ignoring it. Like, yeah. you know, they, they've, they've seen the accident happen. They they've seen the the you know the bodies that are lying everywhere and and you know somebody's like help me help me and they're like just ignoring it that's what they're doing yeah and I you know it's it's I have no idea why well I honestly I yeah. don't think it, you know tell them the other news this is this is how Warner Brothers is gonna fix things. Yeah, yeah. I, I know there's there's two sides to this, as there is with with everything. There's a evil side that can be manipulated, and there's might be a good that comes out of it. But I don't trust Warner Brothers to use it for good. So, and the other news that came out was DC is well, DC Warner Brothers is launching um, a platform similar to DC All Access. Right. Uh, which, if you've watched, doesn't really give you any information. No. Um, I mean, when they interview <laughs> writers and stuff like Dan Jurgens, Dan Jurgens will try and give you information as the, as the reader because that's the type of guy he is. He doesn't hide things. Right. But when you when you watch interviews, like I remember when I was when we when we used to watch interviews with Gene uh, with um, Greg Pak. And right. Gene Yang, right. when they were on Superman in action, right. the New Fifty Two, we never got information out of them. Well, no, and it they were was the most frustrating. Exactly, it was the most frustrating thing. It was you've got this platform, you're supposed to be giving out information to your to your fans, but you don't. Right. And then we go and buy the comic. Well, pff, I I read the comics, I never bought them. Um, you know, and then you you're like shocked, and you're like. What new foul shit is this? You know. <laughs> so <laughs> they're launching this, this like DC Films version of DC All Access, where they will control the information that is provided. They will um, debunk rumors. I highly doubt it because they had the platform to do it anyway, but they didn't use it. No. Um, yeah, I mean, they had Twitter accounts, Facebook, all that stuff, so they could have done it, but they didn't do it anyway. They just let us wallow in misery of rumors, you know, drowning okay. in rumors. This, but, yeah. Let's look at their past. Okay, apparently this is going to be every day, right? This news show. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is that let's look at their history, people. They told Variety mm-hmm. that Zack Snyder chose Josh Whedon to fin- finish the film. Yep. Lie. A lie. Okay. Big fat so, lie. So basically they want to control the narrative so they can spout their lies and say, oh, well, the official line is. 
It's like, well, yeah, well, it was a freaking lie. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget they paid off um, bloggers to blog. Right. That there is no Zack Snyder version. Right. You know, it's unwatchable. It's a mess. It's the no special effects, no sound effects, nothing. You can't watch it. And how did that get debunked? People from the somewhere leaked clips of this. That has to come from inside. Because who else is going to get those clips, right? Right. Uh, like of, of Barry saving Iris and stuff. That, that's a leak from inside, okay? Um, and, you know, after they paid the bloggers, people leaked 10 clips out there to show people, don't believe the lies because here is, because a lot of fans said, oh, okay, so this news outlet says there's, there's no um, Zack Snyder version and they've quoted an insider, right. blah, blah, blah. And then when the good people inside saw the fans were believing this, they released these, they leaked these clips and we were all like, hold on, hold on just a second. If there's these clips, you know, two minutes each, 10 minutes, that's 20 minutes worth of clips, right, that was released. And we're, we're all sitting there and saying, we'll watch this. We don't care if Cyborg's in a wireframe. We'll watch it. Yeah. You know? Um, we don't care if, if there's a dummy um, CGI figure taking over for Iris falling onto the, you know, before Barry catches her. Right. We don't mind all that. We'll watch it. And then we yeah. found out, oh, Warner Brothers paid off these blogs like Collider and... Uh, the rap or variety or whatever, big names, right? They right. paid them all off to spread rumors, to spread lies. Right. So on on one side, on one flip side, I do want official movie announcements. Like, yes, we're making Wonder Woman 2. We're making Suicide Squad 2. Right. We're making, hopefully, one day in the near future, I, I won't be like, you know, geriatric or something, in the hospital ward, we're making Man of Steel too, right? Well, the thing about um, it is they're going to miss the 80th anniversary deadline. Yeah, that's stupid, you know, because, yeah, that's stupid. Um, See, <laughs> they would have not had anything. Snyder would yeah. Snyder, if, if Snyder was in charge, I'm pretty sure we would have had Man of Steel 2 in June. coming out on the 80th anniversary. Right. In June. Right. right? right. But... Because he's not in charge anymore, or because he's just, you know, F these people, they've ruined my life, they've ruined, they've almost broken my family apart, I'm I'm not going to, to give in to these people anymore, and what have I received in return? A couple of knives in my back, you know, a couple of knives in my chest, you know? Well, I, um, I think what's happening, too, Warner Brothers is, Circling the wagons around their buds. Okay, you've still got Brett Randner involved, his production company, mm-hmm. who's a very close friend of Suchihara's. Toby Emery, yep. I don't know. The 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 guy who's the the guy that's supposed to be helping Jeff. Who's that? Or no, the oh, I don't know. Hamarara or something, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, the hollow, 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 something. That like guy, that. something like that. Him and T- Toby Emmerich are from New Line. Okay, they were under 
Warner Brothers jurisdiction, but they were more like an indie kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the is his first name Mark? I can't remember. I apologize. Um, he made. Some, I don't know. Is it Tom? I don't know. No, it's not Tom. I don't think it's Tom. <laughs> I don't like know. Mark or Mike or something like that. And then the last name starts with an H. So anyway, he yeah, made this yeah. film. Was it It? And I think it made it for $32 million and it made like $600 million. So that's what they're going for. They want low budget that will make a billions of dollars. Okay. Which is basically what the old studios used to call B-films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if one got to be a hit, like, you know, Stagecoach, you know, um, yeah, or something like that, yeah, then they made a lot of money. But um, Sutra Hara, I don't, oh, God, that guy. Um, the thing about it is, is that Warner Brothers has lost faith with the fans. We can't trust them. No, yeah. And I don't care how many news oh, shows yeah. you put up. It'd be like watching CNN, you know? What's the real news? Yeah. What's really going on? You know, um, and that's, that's not going to help the fans at all. It's just going to help them. Walter Hamada. Walter Hamada. Oh, Walter. Hamada. Okay. Walter Hamada. We were both oh. wrong. Hamada. Mark? Hamada oh. or something like that. Yes. Um, he, so anyway. Hamada, yes. Basically, it's, uh, we're going to big brother this, the information stream. Yep. And so it's like, I don't care. You know, you can spread, you, know, you can spout your propaganda all you want, but that's not going to make me come back yeah. and say, oh, I'm going to go watch a WB movie now. Listen, listen. I just, I just want to say, last week we talked about Kevin fucking Trusha, uh, you know, Suchahara. You know, uh-huh. the man, I have to swear, I have to, I get to get a swear job because every time I type his name or write his name or even think about him, I just think bad things. Anyway. Right. Um, last week, we read an article where he said, the Disney way doesn't fit Warner Brothers. Right? And we were like, You're just that late, finding that out least, now? Well, like, at least he's realized it, right? Well, we like, no, 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 no. Right? No, that more There's less. no hope. There's no hope. Well, that, it's, let okay, me tell you why. Let me tell you why. He's yeah, just taking the guilt off his plate and saying, well, you know, I don't know what happened, but, you know, we're not Disney. Well, no, you're no, no, going no. to hold hire on, freaking on. Josh Whedon. Wait, wait. They still haven't learned their lesson. Let me tell you what happened this week. What? This week, right, mm-hmm. apart from the DC All Access whatever news run, uh, thing that's coming out, which is exactly, which is exactly what Disney launched, right? <laughs> Disney launched when, hold on, when they took on Star Wars, right? Right. They launched a show called The Star Wars Show, a weekly web show bringing you news from the world of Star Wars. Hmm. Hold on. I'm right happy. then, I'm when they. Yeah, when, then, then Disney, when they started doing all these uh, relaunches right. of their, you know, their old animated movies, they're making them into to live action now, right? Of course. They launched, yeah, they launched Oh My Disney, 
a weekly web show bringing you the best of the best from the world of Disney. Right. Plus, if you subscribe, you get a newsletter summarizing all the news for you. So you don't have to physically watch the show. You can just go and read a little caption thing. So, you know, of like 140 characters of each like news thing. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the cherry on top of the cake. Right. Mm -hmm. The worst Marvel movie. Everybody agrees with me. Nobody even, except the critics, right? Right. Even Marvel fans hate this movie. It's called Spider-Man Homecoming, right? Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be this huge thing because Disney's taking over Spider-Man. They're going to fix everything that was wrong with the Sony version, which was not their fault because as we learned when Stan Lee's all his stuff came out. The actor comes out and says, yeah, I had a NDA signed. You know, I couldn't, I wanted to introduce the black Spider-Man. I wanted to introduce the female Spider-Man or Spider-Girl. I don't know. You know, I wanted to do all these things to modernize Spider-Man. Right. Right, because he's a big fan of Spider-Man. And he's like, Stan Lee told him, you do this, and I'll sue you, and I'll fire you, right? Right. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. And there was an NDA signed against him because Stan Lee, turns out, man who everybody's lauding for creating Black Panther, not the first black superhero, but anyway, you know, everybody's like, oh, Stan Lee, you know, wow, he's like so good to all the black people and everything. Being an African, I don't like Black Panther, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I'm not going to watch Black Panther. Nobody in South Africa is going to watch Black Panther because we think it's stupid. Anyway, um, apart from all that, right, we find out all this is coming out, right? Yep. The Spider-Man Homecoming team is going to be writing and directing the Flash movie. Oh! Confirmed! Confirmed! This isn't even a rumor. It wasn't even... Yeah, this isn't even a rumor. The the people came... The two guys involved came out and said, yeah, no, this is happening. We signed the papers and everything. So, what has Suchahara learned? Yeah, what has? They haven't learned anything. So I'm sitting here saying, I was excited to see Israel Miller's Flash. I was really excited because the two characters I want to learn more about, and I learned that we would have learned more about them if we had gotten the Zack Snyder cut, was Flash and Cyborg. And the reason why most of those scenes could not be reshot, right, was because Joss Whedon didn't know how to do the effects. Joss Whedon didn't know how to use his camera to create flash angles or whatever. That that vision that we got of flash from Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon didn't know how to recreate it. And he didn't know how to film. So he just cut their scenes. Right, to make it fit their character. And he used body doubles so that Flash could fall on 
Wonder Woman too. Wonder Woman. Well. Yeah. And all that stuff. He knows how to right? do that, doesn't he? <laughs> he knows how to do that. Yeah. He knows how to do that Benny Hill stuff. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, that's why we still got that authenticity from from Cyborg and Flash. And you got that, that connection between those characters. Remember when, when I came out, I said, like, Cyborg is the best character in this movie. Right. And that's the reason why. is because there was no time and just we didn't physically couldn't recreate the scenes. So, yeah, they just cut out some of Cyborg's scenes. But they had to leave the stuff that he was in because he didn't know how to recreate it. Well, and he didn't even know how to recreate the Superman suit. I don't know why he would have had to anyway, but it freaking S was crooked. And they cut out some of the Kryptonian crap. Yeah, he had to make the S smaller for some odd reason. Um, Probably because the reason that they recreated... And Jim Lee. I wouldn't doubt Jim Lee was in that crap too. I'm trying to find out if Kevin Suchahara and Jim Lee are somehow related because the stuff that I hear is it's like how can two people hate Superman this much? Right. Like Kevin Suchahara like Kevin Suchahara literally says we don't need Superman. He doesn't need a sequel. He doesn't need all the stuff. He doesn't need to be the head of the Justice League. And I'm like, dude, have you even picked up a com have you even watched the animated series? What what what? What? He doesn't need to be the head of the Just League. He's in the middle. Well, I'm sure okay. Jimbo was sitting there. Well, you know, they always give Jimbo credit. And I'm thinking, why? Yeah. For destroying Superman. So, you know, it, it's, it just boggles my mind. You know, and... It, it, yeah, yeah. That's the word. It boggles my mind. Because here they have... This is... Superman's 80th anniversary. They should have a film coming out about Superman. Yeah. That's how it was planned originally. You would have Superman coming out in 2018 and the Batman coming out in 2019 for his 80th anniversary. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. Suit your heart, No, no. Oh, I'm going to ruin Henry Cavill's career. CGI in his upper lip. And did you yeah, hear? Yeah, yeah. Cruz got injured again. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was wondering so why he was going to be wearing had... that mustache for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. I cannot wait for apparently Henry Cavill's going to be on. Uh, the Graham Norton show for the the season finale. Ah. I cannot wait to hear what Graham has to ask him because he's got an open fan question <laughs> section, which I'm going to be submitting some questions. To. Henry, how do you feel being this corny-ass Superman? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, itchy. Hey, Itchy, you smelling good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear your girlfriend. I'm thinking I'll start. I, yeah, I'll, I'll start it off like that. Hey, Itchy, are you smelling good? I hear your girlfriend's thirsty. It'll never get asked, but I don't care. 
Oh, Graham will go with that. <sighs> Graham will go with that even if he didn't see the movie. Okay. Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> this is an interesting question, huh? Yeah. Hey, Itchy. If you're smelling good, answer this question. <laughs> you know, if I was an actor... What's that? If I'm sorry. If I was an actor and some, somebody rewrote that, and I'd be like, I'm not saying that shit. That's bullshit. Apparently, Amy Adams didn't want to say it. Uh, Diane Nelson... Uh, Diane Nelson. Diane Lane... Yeah. And Diane Nelson would have probably gone with it. Oh, yeah, thirsty, thirsty. Oh, yeah, sure. That's really funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Diane Lane and Amy Adams did not want to film this scene. Um, yeah. But they pulled contract on them. Um, well, sure they did. You're enslaved Yeah, apparently. Us. You have to do what we say. Yeah. Apparently, Ben Affleck, um, Gal Gadot, uh, Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, right. uh, Israel Miller, Jason Moore, they all wanted to boycott the whole um, press tour of Justice League, but they pulled contract on them, which is why you you see Gal Gadot physically. And I said something was up when I right. saw Gal Gadot's body language. Right. And the fact, and the fact that Amy Adams just didn't show up to anything when well, she could have, she was in the area, right? She was literally in the area well, for the she was for the justice league. That's why she didn't show up to the premiere. And she had no, 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 no. She could have shown up. She was not filming that day oh. because the previous day, the previous day, she was honored uh, with the Hollywood um, honorary something award. Right. And she was in the area because her husband attended the premiere. Right. But she chose to stay at home. Good girl. So Why would you want to show up for your... You something. Lois Lane is called Thirsty. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, here's her big scene. Clark! You smell good. Yeah. Yeah. Whedon just took everything yeah. that Snyder always made women better. You know, made them. Yes. Yeah. And Whedon just took that and made it Benny Hill. I can't. I can't say. You know, I can't describe it any other way. It's just stupid. And ha ha ha. And he made it. Laugh. You know what he made it? He made it like those those Wayne brothers that do all those spoofs in those like god awful sexual type tropes. That's what he made Justice League into. Like, they made Fifty Shades of Black, you know, which spoofs uh, oh. Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. And so it's all that sort of stuff. Right. Where they, and that, that's what he did. That's what he did to Justice League. He made it a spoof of what it could have been. Yeah, it's like he didn't want to deal with the women. Like Lois's story. There was no Lois story. Yeah. It wasn't even her suffering after Clark's death. He ripped all that out. He and did. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I know why, because he's a hack. And so is Suchihara. Mm. But, Take okay, hacky boy, give us some news every day. Yeah. Oh, that's going to make so, me feel so um, much better. 
I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I I ain't drinking no Kool-Aid either. Um, so apparently, Man of Steel two has been delayed because of Justice League. That's um, a bunch of crap too. That's a bunch of. It could be a bunch of BS. It could be a bunch of not BS because we know Zack Snyder was filming a movie, right? Alongside Justice League, yep. and Kevin Suchihara told him, "No, no, no." You just do this one movie. So it could have been delayed because of Justice League. Who knows, you know? Well, here's the thing. But basically, Suture Hart got rid of Zack Snyder. Yeah, he did. He, he let him make the movie, and then he sat, probably sat there and go, this, this is unwatchable. Even though he didn't understand a damn thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he gets, oh, good call, Josh Whedon. You know, he's made those Disney films, you know, Marvel films. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, we need we need Marvel stuff. Marvel has a has a group of heroes. Why don't we have that? We need yeah. more Batman. Yeah. So that's oh, what happens. Yeah. So once you take Zack Snyder out of the equation, then it's like, you know, it's B-movie time. It's, you know, it's, it's just horrible, you know. And for mm-hmm. them to say, oh, oh well, we're not going to make Man of Steel 2 because, you know, they were apparently when the critics and, you know, the butt lickers watched with the suits at WB the Justice League cut of Whedon, they were so happy with Superman, you know, being itchy and, Cutting jokes and you know, and that they were like, oh well, we're gonna do Man of Steel too. Well, then Justice League came out and everybody looked at it and went, what the hell? So um, now we're not yep. we're gonna do Man of Steel too. And it's like, why would Man of Steel two be? I mean, it should be based on how Man of Steel one did, not how Justice League it did. You know. And it's like, yeah. okay, we had a bad idea. They would never admit they had a bad idea. We take Clark, ruin Henry Cavell's uh, career by CGIing his mustache instead of telling Paramount to suck it. And they, instead of paying Paramount $1.5 million, they said, no, no, we'll CGI this shit out. Yeah. Hmm? Which cost them even more money. I'm pretty sure, yes. I'm pretty sure if we go in to some tender irregularities here, some heavy corruption is happening. Oh, and, you know, and the bad writing. Do you find a hippo? The us is like a river. It comes and it goes. Hope is like losing but your car keys, little like one. I know you're not driving yet, but hope is like losing your car keys. Gosh, gee golly gosh, man, how high are you? <laughs> What are you, you got some Kryptonian weed in there, buddy? You know your ass is Did you sniff too much of that cloud? Did you Superman. sniff too much of that cloud? Miss Superman, <laughs> your ass is crooked. Where, 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 where? Keeps turning around looking at his butt. Well, you know, well, you know, it weaves in and out, so it could be straight, but you don't know. Okay, Mr. Superman. So, basically, so so now they're saying, okay, this is 
This is the straight news from DC. Because Justice League, yeah, and our idea for you know crapping on Superman didn't work. Uh, we're gonna hold off on Man of Steel too. And basically, it's like it, you know, it's like the New Fifty Two was. We've said this reminds me of Marvel. You take it and like it, buy it anyway. And that's yep. what they're doing with WB is doing. It's like, you don't like our idea for Superman cracking jokes and stuff and being itchy and telling his mother <laughs> over and over again his girlfriend is thirsty? Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't like that. <laughs> Too bad. You're not going to get a Man of Steel 2 then. <laughs> like, okay. We're just like WB. WB. We'll go watch some other movies. Well, here's the thing. It's like they have the bat and the ball and the bases and everything. You know, we just show up to play with them or be in the audience, right? And basically, Mm -hmm. I'll take my bat and ball and go home. You just won't be able to play. Yeah, we're just like, uh, you know, there's there's a sports shop just across the way. We can go and get some stuff and play by ourselves. But see, they um, have the exclusive if, stuff. You you can't, you know, because they have the rights to the stuff. Because you know they screwed over Siegel and Schuster's family with lawyers. I mean, if they don't, yeah. I mean, if they don't want to make another Superman movie because we're not buying their shit, I'll just go and watch Man of Steel and Batman v Superman again. Right. Simple. I don't have to go to the cinema to watch Superman. They need to understand that. I've got a home theater system at at home. I've got a big TV. I've got popcorn. I can sit in the luxury. I can take off my pants and watch Superman, okay? So I don't have to go out and watch your movies. I go out and watch your movies because Zack Snyder did something different with them, okay? And by different, I mean good. I mean, he made the character likable, well, you here, know? Here, um, you understood him more. You understood the dichotomy yeah. of his two sides, his two lives, as it were. And also, you know, even I was like, okay, I need Clark to crack a joke once in a while. But Clark's jokes aren't like, a bitchy and you thirsty. No, <laughs> Clark's <laughs> jokes are more, he's got yes, that really dry that sense of humor. He's got this really dry sense of humor, right? And so he'll say something exactly. and he's and then you're laughing. You're laughing your butt off because because he's Superman, you know? And you know, and you're in on the joke because, you know, he'll say it, and you're sitting there going, well, of course, because you're Superman, you know? But um, uh-huh. they, it's just, Future Heart doesn't know what he has. And I think his ego must be bigger than Jupiter. Because basically he's like, <laughs> it must my- be bigger. Well, yeah, it okay, must be bigger than Jim Lee's. One of the multiverse. <laughs> He's like, you know, I, these are my ideas, and if you don't like them, then uh, just buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, no, Listen, I don't have to buy your shit. If I was a shareholder right now, um, Suchihara's decisions, if I can call them that, it's like literally he pulled stuff out of his ass. He's basically going to destroy three now. It used to be two. They're just now upping them to three because Tomb Raider, they released another trailer, and oh, my God, 
oh my god um i pray for the movie but i don't want it to do well i don't want anything in Warner brothers to do well anymore no. that's how mean i am i'm not that's how mean for it anymore because they shit on us enough yeah I say oh i said now I, we're gonna um, do a news show and you'll really like it because it will be the facts as we see them as we want you to know uh-huh even though it's a blatant lie if if James Wan is able to keep, he said he wants to keep Zack Snyder's vision of Aquaman alive, right? Right. If he can live up to that, I will support Aquaman, but I will not support anything else. Because unless people can show me, and by this I mean, I'm going to wait for people, yeah, they're going to have to prove it. I'm going to wait for people to go out, not critics, people, people I know and trust who react to the same things I react to, right? right? Like, like people who said, you know, when Superman, when Superman looked at Flash, right, right in the resurrection scene, they said that was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, oh. those people I follow and I trust, right? I burst out That's laughing in the middle of the humor. theater, and everybody else was kind of like, That's... oh, yeah, it is funny, but they didn't know if they should be laughing. And then they started laughing, because, you know, the joke started when to see Flash's reaction. At first, he's like, oh, he doesn't really see me. And then he saw, Clark turned his head and looked at him, and he went, holy mm-hmm. shit. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I burst out laughing. The that was funny. Answer, I've watched it. I watched it three times. Three times people burst out laughing. So Now, that's organic. Um, that's a, organic to the character and his situation. And, you know, even Flash. Yeah. Even Flash. You know, Flash... No one's seen Flash when he's in super speed or hyperspeed or whatever the hell. Exactly. He when he's in the speed force, nobody can see him. Clark can see him. And that yeah, was... Clark's like, bitch, what do you think? What you the hell are you doing? You think I can't see you? Yeah, he's like, you think I can't see you? I'll see you, boy. And we're like, oh, damn. You know, and it, that was funny because of, it's organic to both the characters. You know, and, uh-huh. and it shows that... Zack Snyder understood those characters and what is humorous about those characters. You know, like Batman saying to Cyborg, well, I'm real when I have to be. Which was cut out of the movie. Which was not in the film. So disappointed. Yeah. And, you know, the whole exchange with him and Diana with, you know, did he say yes? I was so angry. I I was so angry when that scene was cut out because... I, that was the one scene I remember in, when I was watching the trailers and she said, did he, did he say, um, yes you know, or no. did he say, um, well, what was it now? Oh, I can't remember. Did you he know, say he um, would join us? He says more or less. And more or less. And she's like, more, more or more or less. less. Yeah. And he's like, more or less. She, and then she's like, he said no, right? And he's like, he said no, yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, I burst out laughing when I watched that in the trailer that was in the in the movie theater. I think I watched it. Um, Star Wars came out, and I watched that trailer. But um, it's also indicative of Diana to get to the truth. She asked. She exactly. Wanted, she wanted a truthful answer. Did he say he right. joined us? And well, more or less. It's like more, 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 more or less. less huh? <laughs> Probably more or less. So he good. said no. Yeah, he said no. 
Um, but no, no, we get we get Alfred asking Diana. So are you going out on a date? Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. I think Josh wants to get a couple more butt shots first. But yeah. Anyway. All right. So then. Um. Um. Release the Snyder Cut has a website now, right? Yep. Positive news. If you want real truth. Yeah, baby. Um. Go to. Go to forsnydercut.com. Um. That is the website that I was talking that we've been talking about that fans were going to release. Um, you can find links to everything there, fan art, fan clips that where they've taken the trailers and they've added it to stuff and they've made their own, basically their own movie and, you know, um, all the links to information that you might need. Um, there's a full timeline. Somebody put, somebody excellently put a timeline together to tell you Yes, the Snyder Cut does exist. It's all proof. It's all, um, it's not speculation. It's people who have worked on the movie talking about the Snyder Cut that exists. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a place. It's a safe place. It's a friendly space where you can go and hopefully, I don't know, pray for the Snyder Cut now because I'm reduced to praying because other than that, you know, divine intervention taking over Warner Brothers is not giving us a Zack Snyder cut. Well, and right they, now, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry uh, to interrupt, yeah. but right now they're into double dipping. So they will go for triple uh, dipping if it will be, you know, lucrative. But right now yeah, they're in disgusting the, habit. Yeah, they're in the double dipping mode. Ugh, dog. Ugh. Disgusting habits. I don't want your germs. Ew. So, and unfortunately, they're double dipping with, they're doing the same thing that they did to us in the trailers. They're enticing us with Snyder's cuts, Snyder's scenes, Snyder scenes that weren't in the theatrical cut. And so now they say, oh, there's bonus scenes. They're not going to be Josh Whedon bonus scenes. They're going to be Snyder scenes. We don't know. They might just put the Josh Sweden here. You're talking about triple dipping. They might just put Josh Sweden's cut scenes in there. Who knows? Well. Because Josh Sweden was talking about he had scenes cut as well. Oh, the poor so, baby. You know, there's cutting room floor stuff of his. You know, I have to keep it to that two-hour mandate, man. So, I don't know. They might just... um. Triple dip, as you uh, with that explanation, a very good analogy. Right. Um, triple dip with Joss Whedon scenes, and we might just get like one Snyder scene, you know? Well, I mean, you know, we expected a cut to come out, you know, on a DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah. Right. Usually with a Blu-ray, yeah. you get more, but they're going to give us behind the scenes. But every single paragraph of the behind the scenes stuff is the same paragraph. Yeah. It's like, seriously? It is. Yeah. That tells me absolutely nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't even have the creativity to, you know, change the language a little or something. <laughs> hey. So basically, it's... They didn't have the decency. They didn't have the decency 
to even put bullet points. Okay, it's just one fluid sentence. Yeah, it's um, it's it's schlock. It's it's you see that they don't really care. That's the thing that pisses me off and breaks my heart the most is that they just don't care. No, and you don't. have a hundred and seventy thousand odd fans, right? Right. Pleading with you, pleading with you, saying we we care about this, right? Right. We are the people who have been supporting these movies. Um, you know, I tweeted out when I saw that thing because I was so disappointed. I said, you know, WB, you you went and you ruined something. Yeah. And you lost the you lost the fans. You've lost Snyder. You denied your identity, right? And in doing so, the people that identified with those stories are now leaving because we have bigger problems in our lives, you know. And if if this doesn't give us any happiness, right. we're going to turn around and leave, right? Right. It's what people did with the comics, with the New 52. They were not happy with it. People were crying over these comics because of what was happening. And here, people are crying over what is happening with the DCEU. It may seem stupid to some people, but when you read stories, when you read experiences about how these movies helped people, how it brought some people out of depression. It was real to them. And you took it and you destroyed it and you made it something that we never wanted. And so now you've lost the fans. You've lost your identity. So you're just a floating mass of goo that nobody wants. No. Yeah, you're right. You're dirt. You're dirt. We don't want it. They, yeah, and they're just going to, okay, so this is what you're going to get. You're going to get news every day. What are you going to yeah, say? The same, is it going to be like the back of the Blu-ray? Same damn paragraph uh, maybe. from the day before? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like the thing we didn't want, you're giving us, and we're like, uh, we don't want it. You know, news every day. Oh, more reason to, like, go and commit suicide. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It's like, we don't we don't want it anymore. Sorry, right. you so know. The, so the website is doing a, a kind of amazing thing because fans, uh, this fan stuff I've seen, the videos I've yeah. seen are amazing and genius. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. Why wasn't that in the film? Yeah, you want, yeah, you want hope, optimism, and funniness, and all that. Go check the fan videos out because it's like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and yeah. fans are good at that because fans know these characters inside out, unlike the WB suits. I'll just get some popcorn schlock and then penalize them on Superman's 80th anniversary and say, you don't know if we're doing Man of Steel 2 or not. You know, we pro- they'll probably yeah, push yeah. it into t- 2021 or something, and we're like, oh, goody, the 83rd anniversary. <laughs> you know they'll do it. You know they will. 
Cavell's got to be in shape. I mean, you know, let's not be like, you know, they called up Benny and he's like, I'm out of shape. Oh, we'll just cover it with the cow. Nobody will notice. People noticed. Yeah, people noticed. Um, yeah, well, listen, at the rate Tom Cruise is going with all his injuries, yeah. uh, Henry Cavill's going to be in perpetual shape for the foreseeable future. Well, you know, um, and there's not going to be any CGI in a Superman's MOS, too. Who knows? Who knows? They're they're like, they're like, like we don't know who's going to be directing Man of Steel 2. And I'm like, get Snyder and shut the hell up. Yeah, or ask Snyder, who do you want to direct Man of Steel 2? You know, you can write the thing. You can be there to help the dude. But who do you want directing? And he can bring up, you know, I don't know. Christopher Nolan, Sony as a guy, I can <laughs> Well, you know, they demoted the chick that had a relationship with Christopher Nolan. True they, that, true yeah. that. So, yeah. you know, they're just masterminds yeah. of, you know, it's like Pinky and the Brain. It's like, not even, at least Pinky and the Brain had some sort of genius behind it because, you know, Steven Spielberg did the thing. But I'm at the it's not even Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. I know, but I literally mean Pinky and the Brain is smarter at this point than Kevin Suchahara and his cronies. Right. Because, uh, did you watch, like, I'm trying to think of something really stupid. Okay, there was a show, I don't know if you would have watched it, but I hated it, right? It's called Ed, Ed, and Eddie. No, I didn't. And, <laughs> okay, it, but it is literally dumb, dumber, dumbest. Yeah. Right? That's literally who they are. Right. That is Kevin Sujahara and his cronies right now because they have, I mean, there was literally a one guy who would hit his head against the wall, uh, you know, and he and he was like, oh, 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 walking around. And I'm like, okay, you know, I never watched the show. I think maybe I watched two or three episodes and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to bust brain cells on this. Um, but that is literally, I think, like, monkeys running around in, in Warner Brothers would be better suited right now than who they have. I just don't know. Suchahara's contract's at his heart, so maybe, maybe we'll get lucky and he can leave. I, if I was... And that would probably I, make I, Diane I, Nelson CEO. Oh, oh there we go. Lord. Throw good WB Lord. down the tube. So, yeah, well, you know Time Warner owns CNN, so now apparently Warner Brothers is going to have, is it going to be called the DC News Channel or whatever? Oh, who who the hell knows what's going on there? I don't know. So now they're going to have another fake news channel. (laughs) It's going to perpetuate fake news channels the whole damn time. So, okay. DC shitting shit news. On to more, da, 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 da. on to more brighter news. Uh, Superman. On to more brighter news. 80th anniversary. What are they doing with Action 1000? Well, thank God, somebody in DC Comics realized. I'm pretty sure it was Dan Juggins and Dan Dio. He ain't he ain't stupid. I give Dan Dan Dio some credit. The Dan. Um, the Dan's. Dan's. The Dan's. Yeah. Damn it. Um. Uh, somebody realized that not only is it Superman's 80th anniversary, but there's also Action 1000 coming out 
which they've delayed by one month, so it will coincide with April. It's coming out April 16th, which is the closest they can get to um, his birthday. Actually, April 18th. Actually, April 18th is coming out, um, which is on the dots because it's a Wednesday. Right. Um, So it'll come out on the anniversary of the first release of Action Comics number one, April 18th. Newsarama, yeah. Um, go check the legal documents. Yeah. Right. She goes. She goes versus Warner Brothers. Go check those legal documents. Um, yeah. And <laughs> DC came out with this whole hashtag, the trunks are back. Okay. So we got this Jim Lee picture of like a mishmash of everything from every era of Superman. So we got the Man of Steel gauntlets, which I personally really like right. uh, because it pays homage to Man of Steel. Um, we have, thankfully, no collar. Uh, we God. have a proper S. There's a proper S. Not crooked. We have a cape. <laughs> it's not crooked. It's not <laughs> the half. It's not. You know, cut out in and out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We have a yellow belt, which I personally think is a must on the Superman costume because you need to break it up a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, Then, like, surprise, we got the trunks are back. Um, and we got red boots. Oh, you have so to So, what do you... Yeah, you have to have red boots. Yeah. Well, although they have what do you boots think, on Holly? the one guy. Exactly. The rebirth, and I keep telling people, there's a rebirth costume, and then there's a reborn costume. Reborn came with the full red boots, which is the one I like. I think the reborn suit perfect. You don't need to, you didn't need to give him a new suit for his 80th anniversary, but hey, you know, you dusted off the trunks, you put it on him, great. It doesn't faze me either way. I don't really have a like like liking or non liking to the trunks, you know? It's there, cool. It's not there, meh, you know. Well, a lot of the artists you know, during the new fifty two and even after mm. were putting the trunks on. I think that was just they were craving some sort of Superman Well, I mean link, you know Superman who's had trunks for seventy five years or whatever. And all, mm-hmm. 73, I guess, when, and, you know, Jim Lee said, no more trunks. We're going to put a majestic collar on him because, you know, he's really Mr. Maj- uh, Mr. Majestic. And so, you know, everybody, you know, when they were little kids, they, you know, they were used to drawing Superman in trunks. Oh, no, that was his mm-hmm. thing. I don't, you know, people, the trunks are stupid. Well, you're stupid, Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I never said the trunks are stupid, no. Well, some people, uh, you know. I just, yeah. I like them, right. you know, in, on Superman. I like them, but if they're not there, I'm like, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> you know, okay. My initial it. shock I got over when I saw that original Man of Steel suit, and I was like, oh, there's no trunks? <laughs> Superman, you're naked. Cover up. <laughs> My initial shock I got over it. Way and back they in said, well, you saw too much so. of the package in the red trunks. Well, 
Well, that you see too much of the package, so yeah. Um, get uh, some... on Henry Cavill. Yeah, on Henry Cavill, you see quite a big package there. Yeah, if I do say guess, so myself. Guest number six says, "Hi, I'm a newbie. Could you tell me Superman's main strength?" Oh, that's a good question. Main rather than pa- rather than powers, yeah, that's good. I would say Superman's main strength is his humanity. Mm-hmm. He was raised a farm boy in Kansas by two loving parents. Um, and, you know, and he found out he had these amazing powers. And because of his upbringing, he decided he would do what only he could do because he had these mm-hmm. amazing powers. And I think I love Clark's strong will. And they took that away from him mm-hmm. in the New 52. But Clark's strong will... We shall not speak of the New 52. The the era that shall not be named. Um, but I always loved his strong will. People will say, well, why do you like Superman? Well, you know, is it... I said, well, he does the right thing. And they go, well, how does he know? And I'm just like, okay, he's got a very strong will. And you have to have a strong will when your weaknesses are a rock. Magic. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially, you know... And they're exploring that, the magic thing in Trinity, right? That we'll talk about this today. Yep. But that's we'll what talk Superman's about that. strength is that he's he's um he's got a keen mind, but he always leads with his heart. If you do mm-hmm. Superman right, that's what happens. And the 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 counterpart to that is Lois. Lois has a mm. very she's very intelligent. She has a very analytical mind she she is comparable to bruce wayne and lex luther and brainiac mm-hmm. for one point but she also has a good heart but lois always leads with her brain and mm-hmm. that's why those two work that's why they were introduced together yep. and i think lois is his strength because she is humanity to him because she always moves forward she never gives up. She's tenacious. She always tells the truth. She, you know, and these are things that Clark admires. She also doesn't do evil. Okay, mm. and Clark likes that because he doesn't understand evil. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. why anyone in the right mind would choose evil. Now, Lois, yep. Clark loves people, okay? But Lois knows people. She knows people will choose evil. So that's mm-hmm. why they work, and that's his strength to me. What, what are you, what's your opinion, Tish? Okay, what was what the question again? Um, let's see. Could you tell me Superman's, Superman's main strength? Main strength. Okay. Uh, ditto to everything Holly just said. Uh a while back, um, DC had a thing for uh, Superman's birthday where you had to say what you love about Superman. Right. Literally just said the exact same thing. Uh, I, I submitted a video where I said what why I love Superman, and it's that. Um, uh, to add to what Holly said, his greatest strength will always be his determination 
his humanity and um, his perseverance, right. which you need a which you need a strong will for. Right. The man just doesn't give up, right. which is the main thing that I love about him. Um, and he never gives up on humanity. In our darkest hours, Superman has always been the light that guides us. Um, not because he's perfect, but because he shows us a better way. Which is where, uh, like Holly said, when we're given the choice between doing something that is easy or doing something that is hard, that is normally the right thing to do in the situation. You know, humans have the tendency, if you look at history, to always pick evil, to always pick something that is wrong. Not everybody. You do have the good guys that fight the good fight, and that is Superman. Mm -hmm. You know, Superman has always been that example. You know, if you ever said, what would Superman do? What would Clark Kent do in this situation? Because Superman to me is, you know, he's just the dude that does the thing. You know, he goes and punches the asteroid and saves the Earth. Clark Kent is the guy that makes the decision and has to live with it. Right. Um, and Clark Kent, like Holly said, he was just raised by two loving people who taught him to always, you know, even when it's hard, do the right thing. And he doesn't understand evil. Right? Like Holly said, um, which is why he needs his counterbalance and he's grounded in reality weight, you know, his gravitas to his life, um, Lois Lane, because he literally wears his heart on his chest, you know, he wears that big old S and he's like, I'm going to fight for truth, justice and liberty and equality and all those good stuff. And, you know, Christopher Reeves said it best is, the reason why you believe this guy is because there's a truthfulness to it. it. There's just, the, you know, you believe that he believes. And so from that belief, you believe. And I think the, Superman's main strength is his power to inspire people as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Superman's greatest strength is that because of his humanity and because of his groundedness and his and his humbleness, he's able to show us something better and you believe in him. Yeah. And he's a great multitasker. <laughs> he's a very good multitasker. He is, yes. Poor baby. I feel sorry for Clark every once in a while. So that's his main strength to us anyway. So Yep. Okay. His main strength is not that he's perfect. He gets no. it wrong a lot of times. He gets, you know, he's bogged down with work and he misses his anniversary and he has a bad Monday well, every once in a while. The thing about it is, is like, you know, even when Clark gets it wrong, he fights like hell to put it right. He, he still tries. Yeah, he says, yes, there, that's what there I love. is a way. He, 
There is a way. That's yes. the thing. He says there there's is a way to make this always, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a way. There's always a way. And even if he's he's losing that battle, you know, he's on the ground, he's like going, he still believes. And that's Superman's greatest strength is that he doesn't give up. Right. Okay, we had comics this week. Um, What? We didn't talk about action. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Action 1000. Yeah, yeah, the chunks are back. Right. Um, A list list of people who who are working. So Michael, what's his name? Ben Bendis. 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 Oh, Bendis. Michael Ben, ben Bendis. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the writer he, guy from Marvel. The writer do from Marvel that everybody was like, ah, what's happening? So is uh, he, he out of the hospital now? Plus. He is. He is doing much better. He's out of ICU. Uh, he, you know, he's looking healthy. And I love the video that he did. He just dedicated because he's very active on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, he just dedicated his like getting better to his wife. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, the man, the man admires his wife and loves his wife. He can he can write Superman. Okay. That's um, yeah, that's just the thing. He likes his cho- He loves his children. He loves his wife. Dude can write Superman and John for me. For all I care. Um, Marv Wolfman will oh, be doing wow. a. He wrote He'll Crisis, be doing a... He wrote Crisis on Infinite Earth. He did. He did. Yes, with, yes he uh, did. And George Perez did the art for that. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he will be doing um, a lost script that was found. He will be uh, completing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has, it has already artwork from Kurt Swan. Oh, so, really? Mm, yes. I was thinking, could this be uh, the K-Metal the K from Krypton? No, that was before Kurt Spawn. Was that before Kurt Oh, yeah, Spawn? long okay. before. Sigmund Schuster was still doing stuff. Okay. Well, they said there is art from Kurt Swan. Okay. But the script was, the script was never completed. So he's going to be taking the art and trying to script it so okay i wish you good luck marv wolfman oh, marv i know you it. can do it he's, he's yeah yeah he's brilliant yeah uh tomasi and gleason will be doing a story and obviously one will be doing the arts and probably gleason. uh richard yeah gleason gleason will be doing the art. not tomasi. tomasi's art figures or something, you know. I don't know. Maybe he does draw. I know Grant Morrison does draw a bit. Um, he Grant Morrison draws quite well, but um, uh, I've seen Tomasi's. Uh, he does the panels to give to the artists, and it's right. six figures. So there you go. <laughs> we love you, Pete. Uh, right now, we, we didn't love, love you when you were doing right now the other book. But right now, we to love. his credit. To his credit, he always tweeted out that he doesn't think this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yeah, but you give like, it to us every month. This is terrible. I was like, dude, if you think it's not going to work, just kill the book. No, <laughs> did eventually kill the book. Yeah. Did eventually kill the book. It was bad, though. Uh, Richard Donner will be doing a story. Oh, well, him and John did this. one, remember? 
That's how Crash they did got. for the yeah for nine hundred. They did a so for thousand to come back. Yep. Yep. Um, Jeff Johns is doing a story, and I think he's getting art by Gary Frank. Right. Because him and so Gary are connected at the heart, the hip. Yeah, so it'll look good. So, um, Jeff, could you, like, put know. something in there that Lois isn't thirsty? Yeah, like, that's what I was just going to say. I don't know. Jeff is on my to-watch list. I'm watching yeah. him, you know. Yeah, we got uh, our eyes on Dan him. Dan Juggins. Yay, Dan. Dan Juggins is writing and drawing his own story. So. Of course. Mm. Uh, we then have Louise Simonson. Who? Louise Simonson. Oh, Simonson. Louise, Louise Simonson, yeah. Yes, yes. And she's doing, uh, uh, together with her, you have uh, art by Jerry Ordway. So oh. we're getting the 90s team back yeah. a little bit. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, I met her in 2013. I'm wondering if she'll have the same thing to say. That she said then, she said, because <laughs> I had her sign, um, it was during the super, uh, Death of Superman era's little novel or something, and she signed yeah. it, and I said something about, oh, do you think you'll come back to D.C.? She goes, D.C.'s not the same place it used to be. <laughs> oh, she's coming back, so right. maybe Well, she's done a few things something for him since then, and yeah, so... Maybe something happened and they mended bridges. Who knows? Well, out- I think, you know, with Jurgens and, you know, she came back. And, um, she did something. They had some kind of thing where she came back and did a they had story. That, they, had that Superman, they had that Superman book with the New right. 52. Right. That she did where she where she had the side-by-side panels of, so Superman's in a relationship with Wonder Woman, there, but there's yeah. something about that gal, Lois Lane. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, for people who don't know, Weezy, Louise Simonson, who's married to Walt Simonson, if you don't know who Walt is, and yeah. But anyway, she... I know who's Walt. Yeah. She um, wrote Superman Man of Steel back in the 90s, which was one yep. of... Four books, and eventually they one they had uh, for a year they had a fifth book, which was the Man of Tomorrow. But anyway, uh, yes. during the Death of Superman story, Wheezy is the one who wrote. They had Steel. They created Steel, and mm-hmm. she's the one who wrote that chat, that issue of uh, the Kents couldn't come to the funeral because. Nobody knew who Superman truly was. And yep. they had this scene where they buried Clark's thing in the cornfield where they found him. And mm-hmm. um, Lois calls them and apologizes that she she didn't, you know, call them sooner, you know, because she was in mourning, you know. She was there when he died and, you know, and she held him in her arms and all that stuff. And they, in order to, you know help with their grief as well. They thought, well, we're going to help Lois. So they went to Metropolis and uh, met with Lois. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. that whole story, you sit there, and I still cry, still tear up, you know. With the, and Louise, 
Lisey does too. That these many decades later, because I do. Yeah, I still cry. If you yeah. ever see the Doomsday animation, which is nothing like the book, but they have a behind the scenes of why Doomsday was created and all that. And Weezy talks about that moment where the you know the Kents had nothing; they couldn't go to their son's mm. funeral, and so what they did was they. Buried his things in the cornfield, and it's just like, oh my god! So yeah, mm-hmm. so Weezy's doing a story before, before you before you make me cry now. <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> odd by Jerry Ordway. Yes. Um, just kill him, have... Ordway. You mean? <laughs> just kill him, Ordway. Let's just kill him. And then when the people, when everybody else in the room said, yeah, he was like, guys, I'm, I'm joking. I do this all the time. <laughs> what? what are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, we then have Tom King and Clayman <gasps> doing a story. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and I don't know why they included this dude because he's been putting Superman. They Literally, the next cover has Superman's head on a spike. But Scott Snyder. Oh, gosh. Doing a story. Yeah. Um, hopefully he won't kill Superman. <laughs> okay, so the cover. Okay, so the cover is Superman's head on a spike for Scott Snyder's story, or what? Uh, no, his next metal issue oh, has metal. Uh, Superman. Yeah. <sighs> next, he has Superman's head on a spike. Yeah, you know, Jim Lee's yeah. driving that car because every issue of metal. They kill Superman, or yeah, or they they had a version of Superman, Superman and yeah. John eat Lois Lane's body. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, good times. <sighs> Not, yeah. But Stop eating lunch at Bohemian yeah. Grove. He's doing a Superman story. Hopefully, it's a Superman story, and he doesn't die, and Lois doesn't die, Hopefully. or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for some Lois Lane stuff because Dan Jurgens told me, hey, don't panic. I know what happened in action number one, 1939. <laughs> I'm good. We're good. We're I'm good. Like, okay, good. Dan. I'm like, Dan, I trust you, Dan. I trust you. I'm going to buy this book. It's already on my pull list. So, yeah, it's a good all-star um, draw, and I, I hope like action number one, yeah, I hope action number one sells out and goes to, like, a thousand printings. <laughs> That'll, well, Superman, the death of Superman, was six printings? Of no. Superman number seven, five? Superman, the death of Superman is still being reprinted. It's run up to 25 or something. Hmm? Yeah, but, I mean, you know, if you go and pick up Superman 75, I mean, they've got 10 tons of them in the old comic thing, so. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I need to replace mine. There you go. Mine is a bit tattered and torn, so I'll I'll go pick up another printing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're they're doing um, a collection, like how they did for the 75th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Of um, of stories that uh, should be read um, 
there's some golden age stories, there's some silver age stories, why, I don't know. Uh, there's, you know, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Right. Um, also another good title, Must There Be a Superman, was written, um, which, hey, Zack Snyder did. He even named a, uh, you know, part of the score after it, Must There Be a Superman. Yeah, but who wrote but, that? No, I, don't, I don't recall that. Um, Must There Be a Superman, I think, was written by Mark Wolfman, I think. I don't, I'm not too sure. It's like a one-and-done thing. Okay. So I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't Morrison's know who wrote it. Morrison's not getting involved? Was, um, Morrison is getting involved, but it's top secret. Ah, well, I mean, as long as he's yeah. involved, I'm saying, you didn't mention Grant Morrison. What's going on? Him and Frank? Yeah, no, Grant... No, uh, Grant Morrison. Um, I don't know who the artist. Uh, probably will be Frank. Um, quietly. Quietly. Which is not quietly, his name. Yeah, right. But um, um, Jorge's not involved. Yep. Jorge's doing art. He confirmed oh. it. Okay. Um, but we don't know who he's paired with. Okay. So he says he cannot reveal it just yet because whoever he's paired with is also a secret. So <gasps> might be another top name. Neil Adams? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't I'm know. thinking. I'm thinking. Who else could it be? Mm. <sighs> not Greg Pack. <laughs> no. Not no. Charles Cole. Um, no. No. They all got Marvel exclusives. Not Keen so. Lang, Lang Wang Yang guy. Not him. Oh, not Ramita. Ramita's not involved, is he? No, he's not. Thank God. <laughs> he's... he's too busy with the DC, New Age, Metal, blah, 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 Dark yeah, Age, whatever. whatever. Darkness, 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 yeah. Jim yeah, Lee is amazing. only drawing a cover. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to. And and he got it done, so we know there's no delay. <laughs> oh, he probably just drew drew it, you know, put onion paper over one of his old ones and did it. Here, here's a new one. <laughs> it's actually, yes. He has done the picture before. He's done the exact same thing with the with the Daily Planet globe in the back and the yeah. and the, the doves flying off. He's done the exact same thing before. Yeah. 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 He's so a recycled yeah. crap. He's a tracer. He <laughs> he recycled. Yes, I can be an artist like Jim Lee if I get tracing paper. Yeah. I'm a very good tracer. He's a tracer. <laughs> So, uh, Scott, this is a Scott Summer who they showed two panels from Metal with, of Diana. And it's the same, you know, generic female face because all his characters are based off Jim Lee's face. Yeah, I I saw it. And if you look at it, um, it's the it's the color, it's the Inca guy. What's his name? Yeah, Scott Summer. Scott Williams. Scott Williams, yeah. Scott Williams. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, what happened to Diana? You know, because her neck is out. She's got, like, an ostrich neck. Well, and then he said, I put the black on it. I'm like, it's all black and white. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, A, her boobs are gone bigger than her head again. So oh, I don't yeah. know what's going on there. That's yeah, and I'm just That's like. His, yeah, he did that to uh Supergirl, not Supergirl. What's her name? He did. 
No, no. Uh, what's the name? Oh, all the all his heroines. Yeah. Yeah. The old the the cousin not the cousin one the one from another. Yeah. Oh, Power Girl. Power Girl. That's it. I knew one Supergirl. Yeah. 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 He her ginormous yeah. boobs. I mean, yeah, she had yeah. bigger she, boobs she, than Barbie. <laughs> I wonder if she could stand up straight. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's why she's flying all over the place because she can't stand. And it's he stu- he, he was Fall pretty over. mad in college, so apparently he didn't study anatomy too well. Maybe that's why he dropped out. Well. They're like, uh, the body does not look like that, so. <laughs> <laughs> you got the mammaries way yeah. too big, dude. Yeah, I will be right back. Oh, okay. uh, but you can continue with like Trinity and Justice League because I don't understand. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't understand what's happening in those comics. All right. So well, let me go over. Probably fall asleep anyway. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Um. Well, I did find something interesting. I think it was Trinity. After a while, you get confused, you know. So, here we go. Um, Trinity is now being written by James Robinson, who, um, he did Starman back in the day. Okay. Um, he lives in San Francisco. Um, and... The artist by Patrick Searcher, and Searcher is a good artist. I, I really always, I have, in fact, I have some of his art on my phone. Um, so apparently, we see that, but all you know, like Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman are in prison somewhere, or at least in an interrogation rooms. Okay, I don't know how this is going to work because Clarky's got super hearing, but he may not because. They went to do this thing, and so they're defending what they did. And Clark realized that there was magic involved. So, you know, he's not that great with magic. Um, That's probably why him and Wonder Woman didn't work. Hello, she's supernatural. Um, And they land on, they get sucked into this whirlpool. Uh, Wonder Woman loses her sight. And Clark is powerless, and then um, Batman's just mad because, you know, magic is too much like insanity. So there's dinosaurs on this island, and they find a Air Force, U.S. Air Force jet, and there's skulls around and stuff like that. And it is Vietnam War era. And so they think it's a shrine or something. And um, so they battle these reptilian people. And um, then they realize they landed in Scartarus. Okay. And so as soon as I found, they said Scartarus, I'm like, well, where's the warlord? And he shows up. And Warlord's an older character from, I don't know, I don't know if it was pre... I mean, it was probably one of the companies that DC bought back in the day. Um, But anyway, 
he shows up at the end looking pretty good there, Zercher. Um, you know, in a spotted leopard thingy with chains and very nice. It kind of looks, it's got a helmet like similar to um, Hawkman, which you would think of Hawkman would wear. But anyway, we experience Skirterus in the Convergence uh, stories. Um, it was one of the ones that, um, so to me, it's like they are dealing with that whole, the New 52, Convergence was supposed to fix New 52, um, but they didn't quite let it. Um, so, um, Future Zen was supposed to help fix the New 52, but they didn't let it. And then it wasn't until finally they, they were like, we're failing so bad, Jeff. You're going to have to do something. And I, you know, Jeff should have been giving him pushback the whole time, but he, I don't think he did. He let them chase him out of super, doing Superman. They just were. And um, so they went to Jeff, and he did rebirth. And so rebirth was the beginning of the healing of Superman. And then um, so I think they're going back because you have a multiverse, okay, and this is explained more more in the Super Sons, uh, Teen Titans, Superman story about multiple universes. And um, so we think they're going back to uh, Convergence to do something. Um, Hello, I'm back. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, basically, oh, yeah, they're going back to Convergence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was Trinity. I liked it. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't know all that much about the Warlord, but I remember him, you know, I remember looking him up and stuff when we did Convergence. Um, let me see if... I remember the Warlord had a hot, Smoking lady, and he and the lady could oh, yeah. keep the hands of oh, each other. Oh yeah, that was like the only frisky moment in the New Fifty Two. Yeah, and what I know, I really liked about that was he called her like my wife, and I was like, oh, you know, this is like a substitute Clovis because we don't have any Clovis, you know. Um, and the only other thing I remember, uh, the Warlord. I think said when he was fighting Val, uh, Superman from Earth Two. Right. He said, you know, things have been broken, like Lois and Clark, and all that. Like, dude, you you're an ace number one dude now. <laughs> so okay. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I thought it was Trinity when I thought, oh, Robinson's bringing this up. Let's see. They went to this world. When they went to this world, they said something about Baal. Was that in Trinity or was that in some other book that we read? That was in Trinity. Okay. Trinity, well, uh, Trinity I think. Or was that in? Was was they looking for they looking for Themyscira on Trinity? Yeah, yeah. Were yeah. they? I think it. Oh, it? no, they're looking for Themyscira on... No, yeah, Trinity. They're looking for Themyscira. Okay. And then they um, find that... And then they find that 
that the the whirlpool and the and the ships and right. things get sucked in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they but they mentioned something about Baal that they worshipped Baal. Baal exists. He is actually a god, a lesser god from lesser in the sense that it's not you know the, the main god. God, <laughs> I am. You know, Yod Hey Vav Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, he and in fact. You can see uh, monuments to Baal, Baal now in New York and in London. Those are the arches that they put well. in. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is oh. bad business. This is, remember how we talked about metal and them bringing back, you know, uh, mentioning demons' names and stuff? And Well, mm-hmm. this Baal is bad news. This is. The worshippers of Baal sacrifice children. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's about, people. And yeah. so all the pedophilia and the human trafficking is basically for the worship of Baal. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and I thought it was in... Get some holy, get some holy water. Yeah, I know. And I thought, well, why everywhere. did he put that in there? Um, I thought it was Trinity. I can't find it again, of course. But mm. um, yeah. Well, I remember reading. Listen, I read a whole bunch of comics this week. Only three phased me. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, Justice League. <laughs> read a Justice League. I actually read it this week. Um, you got the text yeah. on the cover. You've got you know everybody screaming at each other. They're calling it the blame game, and this is written by Christopher Priest. Uh, who did the art? Brionis. I don't know him. Sorry. Sorry, dude. It's a new team. It's a yeah. completely But Christopher Priest, new, I think, like, is... Uh, he's. I mean, he's done other work, like maybe Marvel and... I don't know. Yeah, but like new to like DC. He, Christopher Priest did um, Avatar, the animated series stuff. Oh, okay. Him um, and Gene... Jean Yang, Jean Yu Lang Yang. Well, sorry if I butcher your name. I mean, Jean, he really talks street in in these sequences that he has, and, but they give you the definitions of it. But I'm sitting there going, okay. Um, I mean, you know, like bumped, SCT, U Town, Weco, ESL. Yeah, as West. St. Louis yeah. County, Illinois, which is very local kind of jargon and stuff. And so it's like, you know, I mean, that area is not necessarily, I mean, you like, if you listen to somebody talk Brooklyn, you know, I mean, you know, rappers usually. No, can't. listen, no, listen, I know about slang because right. the other day, <laughs> this is actually really funny if I can just deviate for one second, it's a funny story. Uh, I was going up in an elevator, and there were these Indian people from, obviously, South Africa surrounding me. But I'm not a person who talks slang. I don't know any slang. Um, don't ask me to hip, be hip with the kids, because I don't know how what to do. Um, and so they were all going off in slang, and I'm like, how do these people even understand what they're saying to each other? So me reading Justice League, I was literally like, what, 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 
What is going on here? What is happening? Flip, flip. I don't understand any of this nonsense. Where's Superman? <laughs> Which is what I usually do. That's, Where's Superman? Um, that was literally me for Justice League. So. <laughs> so we've got a guy, a kid originally, and now he's grown into a man who's a fan of the Justice League. But, you know, life has a tendency to twist some people's minds. So he's basically setting them up for all kinds of nastiness. And uh, there's an attorney involved. She's trying to defend the Justice League. Um, And this is all happening in St. Louis, East St. Louis, West St. Louis, blah, blah, blah. You know anything about the St. Louis area? It's in two states. Not only is it in Missouri, it's also in Illinois. And I think it might be in a third state. Because it sits right there on the river. Yeah. It's like Kansas City. There's two Kansas Cities. There's Kansas City. I know that. Yeah. But it's kind of like that. But, you know, it sits there where two rivers, well, yeah. The Mississippi comes down from Minnesota. The Ohio comes in at the Mississippi, into the Mississippi. And then it's kind of like all over that area. So, um, which is an unusual. But... Mm -hmm. Because that's where people so like So, like, Istanbul, where it sits in two different continents. Right. East and West. Yeah. 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 I Listen, the only reason I know there's two Kansas cities is because during Smallville, I Googled it to see what's happening, and then I was confused, and then I was like, that's a waste of my time. And then I just gave up hope, so I was like, America's a confused place. I don't know. It's too big. That's too big. <laughs> Russia's Huge. bigger. Huge. Russia's bigger. Listen, listen. South Africa can sit in Texas. Well, so, well a lot of things can sit in Texas. I'm just saying, South Africa sits in Texas. So for me, America is Huge. Yes, Australia's bigger, okay? It's floating all by itself over there. And Russia's even bigger, covered in snow. But it's, like, huge. Right. I was like, y'all have time zones in one country? What? (laughs) Yeah, we do. We have too many time zones. Okay, so this guy is a Green Lantern fan, mostly. And the, the only Lantern he thinks is Lantern is Hal Jordan. Hell, Jordan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, oh, these I... two rookies, the way, the way they're going, I'm like, can we get some John Stewart and Hell Jordan in here, please? <laughs> like, just get rid of Jessica and Simon. I mean, Simon's not that bad, but get rid of Jessica, please. And I say this as a woman of color, okay? Get rid of Jessica. I don't like her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to take on Batman? I mean, now. Oh my God. Okay. I, I mean, we could yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about. I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's that bad. Okay, and here, it's because it's one Tom King, and I don't think he built stuff to destroy it. So, okay. Mm. We've been loving mm-hmm. Batman. I mean, I'm even got it on the pull list. So, and all my friends are like, what? Yeah. So, Listen, Batman Batman is on my pull list. <laughs> I uh told 
the person who ships me comics from New York, my good friend there, I told him, don't ship me this because I did not like it. Not one bit. Uh, let's just put it this way. It brings back really bad memories. Well, yeah. I'm, and Right. Okay, let's go back and, history. Yeah. Let's go back a little history. Okay, back mm. uh, in the modern age when Superman and Lois were married. Well, they're still married now, but mm. you know what I mean. Um, when they're was, newly married. Yeah. Action <laughs> 761 was... Ugh. Even even the name, even the number. Is like, that, okay, it number wasn't a bad me. comic. I mean, Lois was, you know, Diana comes to their window. But, you know, yeah, no. But, let, let me put it. Let me put it to this way. Let me put yeah. it to this way. The reason why I don't like this comic has nothing to do with the men. It has everything to do with the way Wonder Woman is used. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. And it's like the reason why, yeah, the reason why I don't like Seven Six One as well is because it was one of the very first comics I had bought right. uh, when Smallville was coming out, and it was it's one of the very few action comics I own because back then I didn't know action comics had Superman. I bought it because I saw Superman on the cover right. and he was shirtless, right? And I was like, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I just want to explain my side before you explain your side. The whole reason well, I agree why with what you're I saying. don't. Yeah, I have nothing wrong with the story. Nothing wrong with the, it's just that history has repeated itself, and the unfortunate uh, casualty of this history is one woman. Right. And to the the, the reason why is I literally just got into liking Wonder Woman with Reba. Right. And now it's like somebody came. <laughs> I've been having this wonderful French onion soup and somebody came and put like shit in it and yeah. told me it's the same thing. Right. And just because it's the same color doesn't mean it's the same thing. Um, and I just really, I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care what the explanation is afterwards. It's, there is a deed done. There is a temptation put forward. No, no, I'll tell you what the deed is, right? I'll tell you exactly what it is. And it's to do with Diana's part, right? It's not, it's not what Bruce does. It's Diana. She offers the apple of temptation, which to me is an evil in itself. You should, you know, right? And we'll go through this as we go through right. panel by panel, right? Well, you know there is a relationship involved. You know somebody loves somebody else. You know somebody wants to marry this person. Well, and you still go and say, here's my vagina? You did not say that. That's basically what she okay, said. Okay, this is not okay. this is not the book that shall not be named. It's basically no, that in it's my not, head. No, 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 no. It's not that far. It's not that bad. The thing about it is, is that we have PTSD from the book that shall not be named. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe that's affecting me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you okay. can't you can't blame me for that. <laughs> okay, but Action Seven Sixty One is not one of my favorites. Although, no, we were talking earlier about Clark's strong will, right? Mm. And yeah, yeah. so basically, this is this 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 is the test for Bruce. You know, he asked Selena to marry him, okay? Now Tom has them off in the world where time, you know, seems like a couple days on Earth, but, oh, it's hundreds of years, you know. And Selena's no dummy. So the the question is, is that, is Tom, I mean, he's built this beautiful kind of relationship, you know, it's not... It's not puppy dogs and rainbows because it's Batman, okay, and it's Catwoman, okay. But it's very realistic for these characters. The question is, is he going to, I mean, take it to the drastic end, is he going to have Batman think with his dick instead of his brain or his heart, right? As he has many times before. Right. But, I mean... Yeah, but let's, he wasn't let's engaged. Just get this before. out of the way. He wasn't engaged. He was engaged. He was engaged previously to many, many women. Um, that didn't count. Also engaged. Also engaged to Selena at one point in time. Um, he married Selena at one point in time. There's a comic where a modern age comic as well, where um, I think it's early two thousands when. Again, I think it came out. Superman, Batman, when he slept time. with or what? Orion's wife. Uh oh, there's there's that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. There's that too. We've read there's too many damn comics. Okay. But hold on, let me get through the one. Right? Okay. He was engaged to to Selena um, at one point in time in the 2000s. Uh, she had fantasized a wedding as well. Let's really? just put it that way. There's, yeah, yeah. Um, and he cheated on her. And she was like, eh, screw you, you know. Well, so okay, I who, hope, did he, who did he I cheat hope, with? Uh, he cheated with, hold on, I'll give you the girl's name, Vespa Fairchild. Oh. Yeah, yeah and then he then, then she then mysteriously died and he was accused of murder. Remember that whole saga? Ugh. Anyway, whatever. Um, but, yeah. Murder, but I didn't uh, kill her. Okay. Yeah, so, and I think he also screwed around with Vicky Vale as well. Yeah. So they were they were playing off that whole Lana Lois thing, you know, the redhead, the brunette. <laughs> Who's he gonna pick? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, well, but uh, let's just say Bruce isn't somebody you'd. Bet all your money on, right? You want to, you want well, true that, love to win at the end that, of the day. That's in play. I mean, it's. I mean, because he's obviously it's got you upset, right? Mm-hmm. And that's in play because you're like, okay, Bruce, are you going to like cheat on Selena? Very upset. Yeah, very yeah. upset. I'd be like, what the f, man? What? What? Why? <laughs> well, okay, and but Selena is Catwoman, okay, and. They're not necessarily known for their, you know, cats aren't necessarily known for partners for life. But Selena mm-hmm. is not the one who is, you know, 
being Selena's tested. never really been promiscuous. Yes, she was a dominatrix at one point. Thank you, Scott or Vic or Frank Miller. I'm getting these word names, but she <laughs> wasn't. You know, when she was in a relationship, she was in a relationship. She wasn't, you know, playing around, screwing around, whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I in the Superman Batman issue with her was it Orion's wife? I think so. Uh, Orion's wife. Uh, Batman was yep. under the influence. So, yeah, there was that pool. Oh, please. Oh, but anyway. Please. Like him like him and Talia. Talia, you drugged me. Well, he didn't originally have any he getting was it raped up. by her, and then they changed it. Yeah. yeah. No, he just made that story up. Talia, you drugged me. She's like, Bruce, you didn't have any problem getting it up. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, there are drugs that doesn't affect that. Yeah, but he was fully aware. He was like, oh, Talia. And she's like, oh, Bruce. And I'm like, when did that happen, Bruce? Well, okay, but Tom King has presented us with Bruce as as Selina, as Batman, as as Selina, as Catwoman, to marry him. Okay, they both know, you know, who's who, what's what. They both save each other, blah, blah, blah. And that was the thing that, Selena said, he rescues me, and he tells Clark, she rescues me. Um, They've told Talia, you know, and Mm -hmm. Selena had to confront her and all that kind of thing, and was Mm -hmm. glorious. And, you know, and then they had to tell the boys, the Robins, uh, mm-hmm. And they didn't really tell him. Alfred told him, right? Yeah, Alfred was like, "Well, Mom well, has proposed to Miss Kyle," and Damien's like, "What?" So then Damien had it, yeah. So um, and then we get the double dating thing with Clark and Lois, and well, mm-hmm. you know, we know the bromance between Bruce and Clark, but Selena and Lois hit it off. They were curious about each other, right? Lois is curious. Yep. Catwoman's curious, Selena's right? Selena's a cat. She's yeah. a cat. She's a cat. So naturally curious. They bonded. Uh, mm-hmm. Lois had a flask. <laughs> and they bonded. <laughs> and so now um, we had some, I can't even remember what the story was last week. It oh, was that a, kid that killed, that oh, yeah. killed his parents, that yeah. creepy child. The creepy child who wanted to be Bruce Wayne. Um, and now this week he's he's telling Wonder Woman that he's engaged. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Diana, after Clark, is, you know, one of his best friends, right? So. Yep. Mm-hmm. The name of the story is called Revealed, with an exclamation point, The Secret of the Eternal Valve, exclamation point. Okay. Um, this is written by Tom King with art by somebody named Jones. I don't even know who that is. So anyway. Janelle Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So female, right? Yep. Well, okay, so we're dealing with, uh, Commissioner Gordon's dealing with Kite Man again. What is this with Kite Man? <laughs> I don't know. And he's talking to Barbara. And this is Super Friends Part 3. So this also involves, well, I suppose Wonder Woman would be considered a super friend, right? Yep, yep. Okay. So it's not necessarily... It's uh, Joelle, yeah. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So the bat signal's on, and Gordon's mad because he's the only one allowed to turn that on. And here one yep. woman has turned it on. She wanted to um, get Batman to show up. And he does. And she said, he says, um, so Bruce says, well, Bat says, you could have used the JL communicator. And she says, yes, this is true. But I wanted to try the signal. I thought it might be fun. And she says, and Bruce says, can I help you, Diana? She says, the gentleman has contacted me. He is ready. And and she says to Bruce, are you? Okay, so this is the hordes of Gehenna. Gehenna is hell in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Action 761, the continuous war in Valhalla, okay? And the gentleman mm-hmm. um, needs a breather. He's been fighting for thousands of years, okay? It's mm-hmm. this endless, endless, endless war. Um, battle, 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 okay. Yeah. And so he would like it's, a... It's, it's for each sin that's committed on earth, a horde is created. So I'm like... Dude, shame. <laughs> yeah. So, Catwoman um, is talking, and she says to, she's in the Batcave, and there is a uh, scarecrow uh, mm-hmm. with, a, like, a Joker smile on it. And she says, wait, don't yeah, you it's war a on jo- Joker dummy. Yeah, she says, wait, don't you war on crime like murderers, kidnappers, diamond thieves? Hey, like me? Isn't that your Mm -hmm. thing? Wouldn't this be better for, like, a Superman? Bruce says, first, I don't have a thing. She goes, what? You have a thing. She goes, second, second, powers don't work in this realm as they do here. Fighting prowess is more essential. And so she she knocks the head off the scarecrow. And... And he goes, Wonder Woman and I have an advantage over Superman in that area. And she goes, I'm telling you, I'm telling Clark you said that. So he's got his battle armor on. He's got a sword. You know, he's looking badass. And he goes, please don't. <laughs> and she <laughs> puts her hand to her mouth and she gets a grin on her face. And she starts to giggle. And, you know, she, how you put your your hand over up to your nose so you don't laugh too hard. And she goes, you look ridiculous. And and Diana says, no, no, please do not listen to that. You do not look ridiculous. You look, and Bruce goes, ridiculous. And she goes, well, yes, a bit. But I very much am not one to say. All men who try to fight look ridiculous to me. If you could all just see yourselves all eager for battle with a weapon so tough, it really does not suit your gender. And so then she puts her sword down in the middle of town. I don't know what the deal on that is. And later they are battling the big giant reptiles from hell. And um, she says, Wonder Woman says, okay, okay, I take it back now. I think, Batman, you are looking very nice. Maybe it is the little pointy ears. They go well with the cutting. Whatever. And there was cutting involved in the last issue, remember? 
about mm, lots uh, of cutting. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I like the cut. Okay, so now we're in downtown Gotham, and there's a guy in armor with a sword, and you hear this see this voice above him in a tree. He goes, "Don't worry, they left you a suit." And he looks up and he says, "Are you a demon?" He goes, "No, or at least not today." And it's Selena. So she's going to take care of gentleman, and while they mm-hmm. fight for him. So, and so, Diana says, as she's cleaning the blood off of herself in a stream, she says, "You miss her? Yes, you must. I think, however long it has been, how can you not?" And then she's in the waterfall washing her hair. She says, "You love her. You will marry her. And here you are without her, with me." Oh, I am sorry, Batman. Did you need help? Because some monster's got him down on the ground. He goes, no. I'm... He says, I think you do need help. It is not a problem. I will pull. You will stab, yes? Yes? There. And so she goes, ah. And so Bruce gets up and says, ah. And so we're back to a diner in Gotham, and it's a Batman diner. Mm-hmm. And Gentleman is wearing uh, civilian clothes and says, Batman is very popular here. And she goes, Batman is popular everywhere. He goes, hmm, he is a good man. And Selena is licking her fingers and she says, I hope so. <laughs> and he goes, are you his wife-to-be? Why would you marry a man if you can only hope that he is good? And she stares at him. She says, come on. You don't have that much time. Let's go. <laughs> so back to the war. She gets Diana's standing on a cliff and says, "Another army comes." And Bruce is shaving himself with an axe. Mm-hmm. He says, "The horde is everlasting." She goes, "Yes, but are we?" Back to Gotham. <laughs> Gentleman says, "I am married," and some guy comes up behind him with a gun. Stay still, take out your wallet, turn around and I will or I will kill you. And so Selena kicks him in the face and says, You? How does that work? And so Gentleman slugs him and says, I will tell you after I call her. And Selena says, Wait, what? Okay, so he's going to he, he's married. He's been fighting the hordes for you know, whatever. Thousands of years in there and you know, he's married yep. to get a chick. Yeah. So later, uh, Diana's fighting. She says, how long has it been? And uh, Bruce says, too long. She says, I am starting. And so he stabs one of the, a monster and says, no. Okay. I mean, it's not like she says, I am starting. And then he goes, no. I'm not sure what the... And audibles are on that. But it is a, yeah, it is a dot, dot, dot. And so I suppose she's saying, I'm starting, and he cuts off and says, no. Like, don't even Go think there. about getting right. tired or something. Yeah. Right. So back in Gotham, they're walking, um, like, you know, in the streets. And Selena says, you're from here? Your wife is here? Yes. When did you last see her? When I left for the horde. When was that? A year. 
a little more, maybe. She says, but Batman said he thought you weren't fighting for thousands of years? Yes, thousands of years. Time is different there. You do not age, but time passes. But they've they've already been gone for hours. How long? And so then we see Bruce and Diana at a campfire, and Diana's trying to calculate how long they've been there. She goes, 10 years? Bruce goes, at least. We have tried. We must concede. We cannot open the gate without him, and he does not come. Bruce says, yeah. So then perhaps this is everything, all of life, our life. And Bruce says, the hordes are everlasting. He says, and all we have forever is you and me. And he goes, yeah. You know, even without the pointy ears, you do not look so bad. And so they get close like they're going to kiss, and Bruce says, yeah. (laughs) So I'm sitting there going, oh, really? (laughs) Really? Okay, Bruce, show your mettle. You asked Selena to marry Mm -hmm. you. Don't fuck this up. Yep. And yep. basically, is yep. Batman going to yep. fuck this up or not? Now, Selena came to the realization. She's like, well, I thought you were fighting for a thousand years. And he says, but the time is different. It was probably a little more than a mm-hmm. year I was there, our time. But I was thousands yep. of their time. So she's going, oh, crap, they've been gone for hours. So how long does they think it is? And mm-hmm. he's no dummy. She knows what men do, and she knows what, you know, and she knows that Bruce and Diana are close as friends. Yep. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're fighting together for hundreds of years, ten years, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So. mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, all my problems with this comic is with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, it always makes her look bad, yeah. At the end of the day, when they go home, right? right? Right. At the end of the day, when they go home, Wonder Woman is always going to be known as the woman who tempted him. Uh, that's how she's going to be looked upon. From now on, no matter what. It's on paper. It, unless Tom King magically raises it, it's there. Right? Right. Well, uh, the, the, panels, the panels where she's like having a shower in the, in the thing. Yeah. And you see you, the way she's sitting. Right. right. For, it's all drawn very purposely. There's a butt shot, right, with, with her hand on her hip. Well, and it's, it's um, an invitation. It is. Right. And for me, for me, with the fact that she is living with Steve Trevor. Right. Um, with the fact that she says these lines, you love her, you will marry her and you are without her with me. Right. And the way she's sitting, the way she presents it is, like I said, she's the snake that's offering the apple to Eve in the right. larger scale of things. Right. 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 She is now, in my mind, labeled as Diana the Temptress. 
Diana is a whore who couldn't keep it between her legs, right? And <laughs> didn't super glue her, just, her legs, yeah. I'm just saying, she's sitting there on a rock with her hand between her legs. I'm just saying, right? Well, and I have, I have problems even before that. Okay. Uh, yeah. In yeah. the bat, it gets like overboard. Yeah. Well, in the bat cave, she does not acknowledge Selena. Remember. The whole thing about Wonder Woman is sisterhood. Exactly. She does not yeah. acknowledge I tweeted Selena. that. I tweeted that exact line out. I tweeted that exact line out. I said, Wonder Woman is supposed to be first and foremost before any man is involved. She is supposed to be about sisterhood. Right. And the reason why I hate, yeah, the reason why I hate and I loathe Wonder Woman in 761 is because she does the exact same thing that is happening here. She goes to Clark. She says, we've been fighting for a thousand years. This may be our last night. And she takes his hand. She sits on the bed and she's like, fuck me. Okay. Excuse my language. But that's what she says. Okay. And she knows at that point in time, Lois Lane exists. She knows. Superman is married to this woman. She knows all of this, right? But she still offers it. In this comic, she does the exact same thing. They're engaged. She knows Selina exists. She knows even one further in this comic, why it makes it worse is because she knows time doesn't work the same way. When they were in Valhalla, okay, she didn't know if time existed in the same frame or whatever, right? right? Here, she knows time doesn't work the same way, right? And she still offers herself to Batman. She never acknowledges Selina except as her, the other one, well, right? That's how she is. Even in, right? there was never a panel where she acknowledged Selina's presence in the Batcave. Because exactly. Selina yeah. said, you look ridiculous. And Bruce's, yes. you know, and then Wonder Woman walks in, doesn't acknowledge Selena, and debates what she says to Bruce. Yes. Yeah. And says, oh, he does yeah. not. Don't say that. Don't listen to that. She even tells Bruce not to listen to Selena. Yeah. And Bruce goes, no, yeah, she, I look ridiculous. Yeah. She says, no, no, do not listen to that. You do not look ridiculous. That, that is what Selena is labeled as in this comic. Well, no, what that. she said is that. Her. Well, yeah. yeah. No, that, her. She's never called Selena. You yeah. know, she's that. She's her. She's right. and you all would, those sorts of things. You would think, okay, she enters the back cave. Shouldn't there be some kind of introduction? Have they met before? Or, you know, if right. Wonder Woman doesn't have a high opinion of Selena, then that should have been mm-hmm. stated. But she completely yes. dismissed her and dismisses yes. her opinion and then turns around and says, yes, well, you do ridiculous, look ridiculous, but then all men look ridiculous when they go to fight. And I'm like, huh? Including Stevie? Yeah. yeah. You know, and this, yeah, exactly. is the pro- you know, this is the problem, I think, that, when they try to do this 
Wonder Woman and, you know, whoever she's going to hook up with in the Justice League. This is the problem. They have to make her, they take completely take away the sisterhood aspect because that would be, she can't fully acknowledge, you know, if she was coming from a sisterhood state of mind, she would never even, you know, offer her. She would be saying, you know, you love Selena, you know, you're going to marry, you know, we got, we've got to make it through this, you know. I hope he mm-hmm. hurries up because <laughs> i got to get back to Steve. You know. Yeah, you know. Yes. You know, if I were to compare this to the one that happened previously, which is the one with Lois. Right. Lois asked Selena, are you sure you want to get involved with this crazy-ass dude here? Okay. Right. Are you sure he's the one for you? She never says, are you, she never says to Bruce, you know, is she the one for you? No, 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 no. She goes for the sisterhood aspect, right, right, of what we're talking about. And she forms a bond with this woman. She tells Clark, I want to get to know her, right? Right. And she because even she tells, knows. She even tells Clark, if he picked her, then then you probably can trust her because he trusts her. Exactly. She says, Bruce, you, you put your life in Bruce's hands every single day right. with the Justice League. We can put our trust in Selena. She's the first one in this entire multi-family facet that you look at it that actually trusts Selena. Damien doesn't trust her. Alfred thinks it's a bad idea. Okay. He's like, I don't know what Master Wayne was thinking, but yes, he has the vote to Miss Kyle. where Alfred's coming from. Selena was a villain, you know. I can hear Bruce coming out of that damn cat woman, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, the kid that, you know, he really likes the girl, but he talks bad about her, blah, 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 to Alfred. So yeah, Alfred's listen, thinking, uh, Alfred, oh, he doesn't yeah. like her because she's a villain and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns around, oh, I asked her to marry me. <laughs> Alfred doesn't like her because she left all those mice behind in the in the manner, you know, well, and yeah. he's like, tell her to bring, tell her to bring some food next time, <laughs> you know. Well, but um, I think, but let's bit, let's get back yeah. to serious. Yeah, let's get back to serious. Lois is the first one that offers a hand of friendship to this woman. Right. She's coming in, crazy as Damien. Okay, is Bruce Wayne's son. Right. She has to fight his crazy ass mother. Oh okay? my gosh. I mean, that whole story enough was like Selena is literally with her back against. Everybody is like sort of against her because she was that villain, right? But but this was an epic story because everybody was like, what would happen if Selena tore into Talia's crap? Right, okay, hold on, hold on. Lois is the first person to do the Superman thing right. and give her a second chance. Right. She's like, you know, so she made some bad mistakes. Okay, you know, she might be making another one by marrying Bruce. But really? Hey. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what I missed in this comic was he could have done something epic in the sense that he could have had a 
another female friendship formed, right? right? Where it doesn't have to be them going to the fun park again. They could have gone to Themyscira. Or, or she could have helped, you know, look for Themyscira or whatever. She's a cat, right? She Maybe she can sniff her way through. She finds, literally in the last comic, she they said she's a thief. It's her job to find to find hidden things. Right. Right. Because Clark was worried about that. Could have been yeah. Exactly, exactly. That could have been a little thing. Like maybe Selena helps Diana by finding something that she missed. Right. It well, could have been something like that. Well, the thing about it is, is I think. Um. Diana. It didn't have to be like, oh, let's be sisters. You know, it still could have been no, tentative. No, it yeah. could have been, you know, yeah. she's a villain. You know, Clark had the same same trepidations, but then it turned out that Clark really wasn't against her because she was a villain. He was just worried that could we trust her with my secret? Yeah, you know? and Diana's thing. I'm not sure what Diana's thing is. Okay, she knows she's Diana's a thing. Diana's thing. The way it comes across in this comic is she thinks she's too good for Selena. And the way she is written and the way it's addressed is like, I'm Wonder Woman. And, you know, this human person is not worthy of being in even acknowledged by me. Because she doesn't acknowledge Selena at right, all. Right. And that's my biggest, biggest heartbreak of this comic is that it could have been uh, you know Diana probably saying is she good enough for you Bruce is she you know the one is are you sure and Selena could have turned the whole thing around and been like here's something you need that the two of you can figure out and I'm helping you because yes I am a good person and Diana could have been like oh I changed my mind about that you know, I still have my reservations about you, but I see there's some good in you. Now, that's what Wonder Woman's supposed to be. She's supposed to be the person that sees the good in everyone, right? Well, and, I, the, you know... Here's the other yeah. thing from a, from a writer's point of view. We don't get to see the the cement that holds this story together. For one thing... Okay, Diana comes to Bruce and says, the gentleman, you know, wants his vacation. Okay. And Bruce is like, okay. So they made a pact that they would come when he asked so he could, you know, quit fighting the hordes for a few minutes. And then it was decided the Catwoman, Selena, would take care care of gentleman while he was in Mm -hmm. Gotham. Okay. We don't get to see that agreement. We don't get to see... It's kind of like, oh, well, Selena meets him at a probably a designated spot or where he would ever he would show up from, you know, the world that mm-hmm. he left. And she, you know, she introduced herself kind of, you know, she says, he says, are you a demon? She says, not today, you know. And so she takes him out, feeds him, you know, and then she finds out that he has a wife. Now, one, we don't know if Diana and Bruce know that he has a wife in Gotham. Mm-hmm. But... Here's Selena taking care of this guy. And, you know, 
Wonder Woman's not exactly taking care of Bruce. Okay, they're fighting together. Yeah, in a way, she is taking care of Bruce. But Selena's not going to offer herself to this guy, especially after he, he, she finds out he has a wife. Right? Mm-hmm. She's going to yep. reunite him and his wife, best she can probably, because she knows how yep. she feels about Bruce. And, and, you know, she would know that if this guy is just coming back for a few days or whatever, then, you know, he should be with his wife. Then she finds out mm-hmm. that, oh, well, they've been, you know, he's been gone about a year, but it's, she said, well, I thought you were fighting for thousands of years. He said, well, yeah, time's different over there. So now she starts calculating mm-hmm. in her head, well, they've been gone for hours. How long have they been gone? And And mm-hmm. you know what? It's also a trust issue in that Selena, I think she trusts Bruce because she understands Bruce frontwards, backwards, and which is kind of scary for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but I think she's like, she's like us. Don't make the, don't take, don't go there, Bruce. Yeah. And that's the problem is that they present a situation where Wonder Woman doesn't acknowledge uh, Selena because she's not worthy or whatever of her time. And then Selena, in return, doesn't trust Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean... It's not about her trusting Bruce, but her trusting Wonder Woman. Well, true. And then we had the the same problem with Lois for a long time in the comics. Well, yeah. Because she then... She didn't trust Superman. Well, there was that whole thing where, girl. you know, they did have that kiss back in, what, 80-whatever. And then she oh had Oh, my, a pup- no. That, well, that was, erased, that was she, erased in Zero Hour. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, not many people read Zero Hour. So, I didn't. So. I don't care. I don't care. Dan Juggins made things right. He erased it. Right. Okay, <laughs> but anyway... I'm thinking that, okay, here's here's where I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Tom King has been brilliant, you know, until we get to this these panels. And I'm like, okay, for one thing, Wonder Woman didn't say, hi, I'm Diana. You must be Selena. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. It just acknowledge her presence. She didn't really acknowledge her presence other than put down her remark about Bruce looking ridiculous. And then she turns mm-hmm. around and says, well, yeah, you do look ridiculous, but then she generalizes. Well, oh man, look ridiculous. And I'm sitting there going, oh, "This, this reminds me of New Fifty Two, Diana." I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah, this is Tiara. This is yeah, not this Diana. Is Tiara. And mm-hmm. so you I'm, know why? You know why? It reminds me of New Fifty Two. Because remember back in New 52, in the book that shall not be named, she said, well, what happens after the battle? After all the battles of war? And when I saw the never-ending battle, and then ye temptress of, you know, beauty blessed by Aphrodite or whatever, you know, is like, did the gods give her a magic vagina? I don't know. And then I said, when I said that in my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is Tiara. Where did she come from? Can she go and die in the same corner? Because we don't want her. Well, here's the thing. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom does not make her look good in the story. And I'm like, basically, she's New 52 Tierra now. Mm-hmm. Because she's not Diana, really. Um, does she have a relationship with Steve Trevor? I mean, she doesn't even acknowledge him. Like, I I'm Miss Steve. Like, you know? Well, you know, and what's with Bruce? Shouldn't Bruce say, well, don't you miss Steve? Exactly. I'm like, who are these people? And, you know, where did they come from? So, yeah. yeah. Well, and here's the other uh, the, thing. Catwoman yeah. does have trepidation about this. This him going off with Wonder Woman to do this thing. Remember, she said, "Well, shouldn't Clark wouldn't go?" Wouldn't Superman? Super, wouldn't Superman be better? Yeah. Right. And he's like, "No, he's not appropriate for this." You know, she says, "I'm going to tell Clark." Because <laughs> you know they have a relationship now. But yep. You know she's not. You know, I mean she's no dummy. But the thing about it is yep. that when you write Diana wrong. And really, she is Tierra, unless this is like, you know, Selena set this up to test him, which, you know, which would be bullshit, but, you know. She wouldn't do that, yeah. You know, and that whole line, like, I'm starting, and he he says, no. What was that about? I think it it meant to come up like, I'm starting to get tired or whatever, Bruce, and he's like, no, you can't give in, you know. You can't, you can't stop can't fighting stop that sort of thing. But you know, it comes off now. It's like me so horny. Yep. Mhm. And you that's know, that's my whole problem. That's my whole problem with this issue. Is it comes off as Diana just cannot keep it in her pants. Oh my God, no! You know, she needs to to let it loose. You know that that wild flower. It needs to be oiled. You know. You remember that flower? Oh, hey, how could we forget the snaggletooth flower? The magic yep. vajaja yep. with teeth? The magic vajaja with teeth is going to latch on to Batman's ding-dong and take it for a ride. So I'm sitting there going, okay, so let's let's talk about how this can be repaired. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Tom... It's going to throw Bruce's relationship with Selena under the bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's... I don't think... You know what it comes off to as me, for me? It's like that stupid frat boy fantasy of, yeah, you're getting married. So here's one last ride. On and it's Wonder Woman. And it's Wonder Woman, yeah, you know. And I'm like, seriously, talking? Seriously? Yeah, I'm did, did yeah I don't think he's going to go there because, you know, he's made that relationship work on such a great level, Felina and Bruce. You know, mm-hmm. they're both themselves. And, you know, neither of them, they don't have to compromise because, you know, and he's up in the middle of the night talking to himself about, you know, trying to figure out this crime and stuff, and she's sleeping. And you know she's listening mm-hmm. to every single word, but, you know, she's supposedly sleeping. You know, she's not really. So, 
And yeah, she, she wasn't knows, into that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and really, Wonder Woman is fatalistic. She thinks they're going to die there. They're going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You know? No hope with her. Right. And, you know, gentlemen did it by himself. These two are part of the Justice League. She's a demigoddess, and yet she doesn't think they're going to be able to withstand the horde. And gentleman is what? Does he have powers? No, no powers work in this realm. That's why they didn't take Superman. Well, and Clark, you know, if it's magical, he can't. So... So Diana thinks that the both of them are going to be there forever. Forever and ever, fighting the last battle. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. I mean, you know, I, I think Tom will take us to a good place. If he doesn't, I'll just pull Batman off my pull list. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see I've him. I've been th- duped one too many times. Well, I've I been know. duped one too many times. So I've pulled it off, and if if... If uh, if it's good, then I'll put it back on and I'll say uh, I'll buy the digital or whatever. But uh, he, um, a lot of Superman fans actually uh, tweeted Tom King and they said, "Dude, this is like, you know, action seven six one. Yeah, yeah. What what the f, man? You know, we don't need this." Um. Because Superman fans, we don't take no, you know, we're like, you don't mess with our OTPs, you know. And well, we should I mean, you know, yeah, that we just, cat. We just had PTSD with the book that shall not be named. Exactly. So we're like, you know, don't do not do this, you know. Right. Um, and he said it's um, very, very similar. So. Well, okay. So I do not. The similarities not, are. That could be that Clark was like, no. Even though he couldn't remember what Lois looked like, he couldn't. He couldn't. Because, for one thing, Clark has hope. And he knows somehow, someway, there's got to be a way i got to get back to Lois. Yep. Now, what does Bruce still have? I mean, you know, what does Bruce have? This would show his medal. About uh, M E T T L E, not M E T A L. Um, <laughs> um, you know, this is really. He's going to be like, I don't want to screw it up with Selena. Because if Gentleman can come back, him and Wonder Woman can come back. Okay? Yeah, and if. If gentleman can stay true to his wife after a thousand years, right? So can Bruce, right? Okay, but the thing that freaks me out is that Tom King said similar, not the same. Well, similar. Now, yeah. well, we're dealing with that. Knowing, you know, knowing English exactly. That's the big worry I have. That's it's a big question. That's Batman. a big question mark. It's Batman. It's Bruce. Is he going to stick it where it doesn't belong? You know, because he he's the type of guy that if you were going to bet, he would do it from the Justice League. Uh, again, 
why it has to be Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, they did have a right? relationship in the Justice League uh, animation that you know some people are really yeah, crazy about. Yeah, I yeah, but, but why it ha- why it has to be Wonder Woman again? That has to be the temptress that has to say here's here's right. my pants off and come do me. You know, it, I, it's, well, she's she's better than this. Yeah, I mean the, the woman just had a fantastic year. She top grossing movies, you know, Gal Gadot's working so hard to promote Wonder Woman and you know, her comics finally, finally, no toilet sales, you know. Right. It's doing well. It's good stories that are being told. Why would you She's want involved. to do this to her? Right. Yeah. What well, you know, why would you want to do this to her? Well, okay. Let's think about this. What do you do? Do you have Bruce give in and then what? He goes back to Selena and like uh, like she's not going to know? She'll smell it on him. She'll smell it on him. She'll, she'll smell it on her and she will. She's already kicked Talia's ass. She'll kick Wonder Woman's ass too. She don't care. Yeah. Or how are, you, how are you then going to invite Wonder Woman to the wedding? Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Or she can look at Bruce and go, fine, have it your way, and just walk away. And then what does he do? Yeah. Crawl on his knees and say, please, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. You know, he's not 16, he's not 15, he's not 13. Mm -hmm. Okay? Batman is supposed to have an analytical mind, okay? He's supposed to be... Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah, he's got a dick, but hello, you still have to show Batman as having some kind of hope. Or if his love is that great for Selena, I have to get home to Selena. Yeah. Listen, if he says at the end of the day in the next panel, in the next book, no, I love Selena and I'm waiting for her and I'm. I want to get home to her because she is the one I love. Right. It's great for Batman. Great. Hallelujah. Right. Great for Batcat. Wonder Woman has the one that has the mud on her face. And right. yet again, I'm saying this. My problem's not with Batman, whether he sticks it in her or not. It's the fact that Tom King wrote Wonder Woman in that light. Right. Or, and that, and that, hold on, hold on, one second. That is when I said the deed's been done, there's no coming back, is what I talked about. Is she is forever scarred yet again well, for being that person. Or Tom could have Bruce go, don't you miss Steve? And then how bad does she look? She looks even well, worse. Well, no, no. She, I mean, okay. She maybe she has an epiphany then. She's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it takes the guy telling her, "Don't you miss Steve?" For well, her to I mean, say, she's oh. already said the conversation was from her. Don't you miss Selena? You love her. You're going to marry her, right? Nah, she never says her name. She says, "Don't you miss her?" I said her. Oh yes, of course you miss her. Yeah, right. But it's like it comes off so you know what I mean. It comes off oh. so. Um, not cold. You're cold as well, but 
it comes off like she thinks she's superior, you know? And that's the whole thing that I hated about one woman in the New 52, was she thought she was better than everybody else. She's a god. She flies above the petty humans. Leave them to clean their mess up. Don't you miss her? Of course you do. You're going to marry her. But you're not with her. You're with me. God. Well, here's the thing. Bruce could turn the tables on her. This is Don't You Miss Steve. Because she has to learn something too. Right? In a story, mm-hmm. a good story, both characters, there's growth of characters, right? He could turn yep. tables on her. You know, we've pretty much one-sided from Diana, which is not good right now at the moment. But Bruce could turn mm-hmm. tables on her and say, don't you miss Steve? Mm-hmm. And she'd be like... I would I would be disappointed if that was either way, if that if that's how it went, because... She forgot Steve? No, I don't think you she know? forgot Steve. I don't think that's the point. She doesn't she doesn't acknowledge him, you know? Well, that's so. just it. You know how somebody won't admit something? I mean, she's going off. She knows she's going to go for a battle for a thousand years, and all she's going to do be freaking fighting, okay? And mm-hmm. so this guy can have a respite, right? He apparently did something yep. fantastic, like saved their lives or whatever. We don't know. But mm-hmm. she's got her battle mindset on. Okay. And, you know, I would like, I think Tom King knows better than to just make her that kind of one-dimensional bitch, you know. Oh, well, your girlfriend's mm-hmm. not here. Do me, you know. I don't think I, I I don't think he would I hope he would not do that to Wonder Woman. So I'm wondering and his stories usually are he does come through. And so Bruce is looking at her like he did in the film. Mentioned Steve. And man, she hit him and I was like, Yeah, damn, hit him again. You know? <laughs> because you know, he ne- needs to shake her up a little bit. That life is more than battle. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at the moment, she's kind of like, she's got her blinders on. She's just in battle mode, and they're there for years. And he's like, nobody can survive that, you know. And so he basically, I'm hoping he says, reminds her of Steve, you know, mentions Steve mm-hmm. and brings her back to herself in that, you know, life is more than battle. And, yes, we are battling, but... We're battling for a reason, and we have to have a reason to go back. You know, we have to have that hope, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. that's what he'll bring to her, the hope. You know, her walking into the bat cave, you know, and acknowledging Selena doesn't really fit with the battle mindset because she can't accept... I mean, I'm just wrapping on this thing. She can't accept, Mm -hmm. uh, she can't think about Steve because she's in battle mode. And so she can't really acknowledge Selena because she's in battle mode and she knows Bruce is going to be in battle mode. We don't really see Bruce say goodbye to Selena. We don't get to see that, right? Mm -hmm. It switches around a lot. Yep. 
I mean, he could have says, I'll see you in a thousand years, you know, and she's like, huh, you're such a bastard. You know, and so I think that, you know, this, this isn't just about Bruce, and it's mm-hmm. it's also about Wonder Woman. And for Tom to grow Wonder Woman, he's going to have to get her to be multidimensional. And all his characters... For are, Tom... For Tom to bring this around, right. he's going to have to pull one hell of a rabbit out of the hat. Well, I think because right now, he, right now it ain't looking too well, good. Well, you got to remember, this is kind of, it was a cliffhanger. And you know how they like, you know, they like you to stew in your juices until, you know, two weeks. Mm-hmm. In this case, I mean, you, it used to be a month for some books, but now it's two weeks. I mean, uh, I... You know, I've read his Mr. Miracle. You know, Barda and Steve are just fantastic. Their relationship, you know. And somebody who can write about, you know, I'm going to move a wall and I'm going to, while they're killing, you know, apocalypticians. And, you know, I don't, I give him credit. I think he's going to make Wonder Woman multidimensional in that Bruce is going to bring out her heart. In that, he will remind her of Steve you know, mention Steve and say, how's Steve doing her? <laughs> it's like, and she'd be like, and she might slug him for it, you know, because she's in battle mode. Mm-hmm. But she can't be in battle mode all the time. And I think that's her lesson. Yeah. So speaking okay. as a writer News. and having faith in, yeah. in Tom, you know, I don't, if he if he made her multi just one dimensional the whole time, then he's not worth his salt. And I don't think he would do that to Wonder Woman. He hasn't really wrote Wonder Woman ever. Yeah. So I don't think that on his premiere debut of writing Wonder Woman, he's going to blow it like that big time. So and it, it's more interesting yeah. story if Bruce shows Wonder Woman that, yeah, you can't be in battle mode all the time, which is kind of funny because, you know, Bruce is always in detective mode, right? <laughs> and so True. he's teaching her, you know, you can't be in warrior mode all the time. You can't forget about what you're fighting for. And you got to have hope mm-hmm. that you're going to go back to that. You know, it's not just the battle. And maybe that's because, you know, in the New 52, that's all it was. It was about the battle. And she wasn't sure what was going to happen after the battle. And Bruce is telling her, you got to think about something besides the battle, everyone. Because that's what you fight for. You don't fight just to fight endlessly. You fight for something. Yeah. And she fights for Steve. No, no, no. I, yeah. I completely understand what you're saying. And I have that hope as well. Right. Uh, I, I tweeted Tom King. I'm not judging him on the full story. Right. I'm judging him on what I saw. And right, I didn't exactly. like the way Wonder Woman was written. Right. I didn't like that there was the hint that Bruce would be tempted, you know. Everybody's um, tempted, though. Yeah, but, you know, when I compare it, I know it's, it's very wrong of me to, to compare Bruce to Clark because... They're two completely different right. people with two right. completely different standards, right. you know. 
But cock was never, you know, and people say, oh, Suman was tempted. And I'm like, no, in that comic, when you read it, it just makes one woman look bad. Well, because Clark, Clark was tempted, but he was like gutted because he's like, I, even though I can't rem- remember her face, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And no, he Clark accepted was, Clark that. was never, if you, if you now, read that comic. Hold on. And the devil tempted Christ. So right. Batman's not better than Christ. Superman's not better than Christ. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Superman never. You know, he never. The way it maybe it's because it's Superman. It was written differently. Right. You know. It was never sort of sexual or sexualized up until that last panels, where Diana says, "You know, it's our last night." And then he looks up at her and he just says, I know it's silly, but it will always be Lois. Right. You know, she could be dead. She could be dead, but it will always be Lois, which is why I think, you know, Kingdom Come is complete bullshit because he would never, he would, and then to have Mark Wade come out and say, there's there's only one person Superman's ever been married to and that's Lois Lane. Even in my books, he's married to Lois Lane. I'm like, Wait, wait, hold on a second. Yeah. He had well, like 50 children with Wonder Woman. Right. What happened? Oh, she's just a womb. Yeah. I like, thought, oh, oh that's whoa. just wrong on all, so many levels. But Clark would never like, think whoa. of her as just a womb. Oh, well, okay. Lois, I always love Lois, but I'll have kids with you since I can. Huh? Clark don't yeah, think that yeah. way. I'm just like, I was just like, whoa, dude, whoa. Right. Um, But... You know, what I'm saying is is that, I don't know, it's just the way Wonder Woman is presented in this situation right. is she, you know, she doesn't acknowledge Selena at all. Right. And I know you said that could be battle mode or whatever, but right. then she goes about saying, you know, you love her, you're going to marry her, but you're with me, Bruce. And, you know, the butt shot is unnecessary. The hand on the hip, the pose, the well, washing herself I, and in a very sexual see, Bruce manner, is you human. know. I mean, if we saw it from his point of view, yes, she's a beautiful woman. Yes, she's washing her hair, you know. That, I mean, that's very human and very normal kind of thing. Here's the thing. Tom, here's what... Tom has more to do in this next issue than just, you know. He, he has, has a mountain to climb. <laughs> yeah, he's got, definitely. He has to redeem Diana. Mm-hmm. He has to show mm-hmm. us how steadfast Bruce's love for Selena is. Okay. He doesn't have the history of Clark and Lois. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have that to rely on. Clark does. Clark's like, you know, it will always be Lois. Now, for Bruce, it hasn't always been Selena. Mm. But I think Tom is trying to make it. It's always been Selena, you know, and everybody. You know, I, so, I do agree with that. I think that he's trying to, going forward, make Selena be the lowest lane of Bruce's world. Right. And because, listen, nothing against Tom King, 
dude has written some of the most amazing comics, right? Right. Uh, uh, rooftops. Hell yeah, one of my favorite comics, right? right? Mr. Miracle and Big Brother. I was I tweeted out a picture. The capes actually, when they're fighting, make a heart. You know. Yeah. I mean things like that. It's it's crazy, but it's what we want, right? And so I got nothing against Tom King. No, I, I am know. actually on his side. I am right. actually on his side. I tweeted out and I told him, I am not judging you. I'm just saying, you got one hell of a rabbit to pull out of that hat. Yeah. I hope you do it because yeah. it will be a beautiful comic, right? But well, I will prove his medal uh, as well. I mean, he's taking us, okay, basically he's kind of, you know, made Diana one-dimensional, but that's a manipulation, you know, mm-hmm. we only see Diana. In we film. hope. We yeah. hope it's. Well, I think it is. I mean, he's written brilliantly before, you know, and I think, um, you know, Bruce has to decide. Okay, okay, this whole Bruce and Selena thing, before, you know, in the Bronze Age when they got married, Clark and Lois were invited mm-hmm. to the wedding. Um, you know. They didn't have Damien to worry about. Okay, now they have Damien, right? Selena, Mm -hmm. okay, the best stories are going to be Selena and Damien. You know what I'm saying here? Because Selena and Damien are very much alike. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Selena is more would be. I more, agree with that. Right now, yeah. Selena would be more of a mother to Damien than Talia, because Selena, Selena, Selena would be actually. I'd like to correct you there. Selena would be the first mother, right? Damien exactly. ever had. Right. Because I will give you a quote. I will give you a quote from Talia where I thought she can go and die for all I care. Was she told him when he said, I want to stay with my father and I want to learn from him. She told him, if you stay behind, you're dead to me. That's what she told him. She told him, you are, n- you are not my blood. You don't exist anymore. And I'm like to a 10-year-old to say that? Well, she has no you know how heartless state. can she be? Right. Yeah, and so, yeah, I, you know. You know, I to, think he will pull a rabbit out of the hat because he has to to continue these stories. He's not just going to oh, Wonder Woman and then it screws everything up. I mean, it screws Wonder Woman up, screws Bruce up, screws, you know, everything up. Steve. Wonder Poor Woman Steve. Had, huh? Wonder Woman Poor had. Steve. It screws well, Steve well, right. up. You have to deal with Steve as well. And you know they haven't mentioned Steve. Mm. So that Bruce, uh, Steve could be the ace. You know that he pulls out and says, "Hey, what about this?" You know, mm-hmm. are you going to go back to Steve and say, "Oh, well, Bruce and I got lonely one night." You know, and you know Steve's going to like, "What were you sitting on the Lincoln Memorial at the time?" <laughs> Oh, poor Stevie. So, I mean, you know, I think I think that 
Steve is the trump card. Because you've got to get mm-hmm. Wonder Woman out of that one-dimensional mode. And, you know, meanwhile, Selena's back here taking care of this guy. He's going to be with his wife, and there's Selena going, they've been gone how many hours? How many How many years is that there? Uh, yeah. I mean, she's going to be like Lois was in 761 in that Lois was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a goddess, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And, you know, she's looking at herself like, I'm never going to fit in that bustier, you know. And and Selena's going to get, you know, she's going to have that little qualm, too. But at the same time, you know, Tom may give her something else to do. You know? Maybe yep. Damien yep. shows up. Mm-hmm. Maybe she talks to Alfred. Maybe, you know. And Alfred may, you know, see her, me- see her muster and say, you know, yeah, she is the right one for him. Alfred may say to her, you know, he's, you know, he's going to be there like 100 years with her. And, you know, and Selena's like, yeah, well, he better, <laughs> <laughs> he comes back here with smelling like her, he's going to be one less dick. And I'm not talking Grayson. You know, so, <laughs> and, you know, but he does. Tom has to redeem Wonder Woman. He has to pull her out. And, you know, we know Batman, right? But we don't know mm-hmm. Tom King's Wonder Woman. And I think Tom is going to contribute to the the mythology and keep Diana, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to make her one-dimensional completely. And I think Bruce is going to bring that out in her. We thought that... You know, Diana would do something and bring something out in Bruce, but I think Bruce is going to bring this out in her because he's going to be like, mm-hmm. can't be in battle mode all the time, girl. And what about Stevie? Yep. You know, you tell me I got Selena, I'm going to marry her. What about Stevie? Yeah. No, listen, I am all behind Tom King to see what he does. Um, that was a good but... cliffhanger. Has made everybody worried. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. No. I'm not. Listen. The only thing, and I've said this to you before, is the only thing is I hope at the end of the day, Wonder Woman is redeemed in right. some way because right. right now, right now, I'm not happy with that. <laughs> yeah. She's. She's not redeemed right now. No, ma'am, she is not. <laughs> you know, he's a better writer than that. He writes women better than that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, who who punked, you know, you and, you know, took over your body <laughs> and wrote this schmaltz? <laughs> yeah, really. You know, it's like W.B. Schlock. What's going on? So, yeah. So I'm looking yeah. forward to the next Batman issue to see how he does it. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward with, like, crossed fingers, you know. It's like like a 50-50 scenario. You're like, ooh. Okay, so think stop. about, okay, what if he doesn't fix her? What's that mean for the rest of the storyline? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> you know, where does That's he go from means. there? I mean, Selena's going to look, take one look at Bruce and go, well, if that's your decision, dude, I'm out of here. You know what 
would be if if he doesn't if he if he f's it up right and he doesn't turn it around he doesn't do a one eighty and Selena still takes Bruce she's like you made a mistake yeah but she's not gonna be able to trust him exactly it's where do they then go forward from this right without trust because when she was talking to Lois she says. He catches me when I fall. Right. That's a trust thing. That's a trust fall. Yeah. That's what she's right. talking about. And if he does it with Wonder Woman, he's basically pushing her off the building. Yep. He's, so, no, he's basically when she falls, he's just like, fall. Well, no, he's yeah. going to instigate Oops. the fall because if he does that to her. Yeah. So yeah. that tells me that Tom's got better plans than just some tawdry little bullshit. He's gonna pull it out because yeah, I, because you know. But know. I, I what I what I want is I hope he doesn't make the, and I know I hope he's a better writer than doing the whole glorifying the male thing. Is that if Steve is, for example, not mentioned, but Bruce says to Wonder Woman, "No, I can't do this to Selena," you know. If Steve is not mentioned, like you said in your scenario. Right, yeah. where Steve has to be mentioned for one woman to have that rede- redeeming moment. Right. right. If Steve is not mentioned in that equation, like let's just say Tom King forgot about Steve Trevor for some odd reason, and Bruce says, I, I can't do this to Selena, I love her too much. One woman's going to come out looking real bad. Right. So think so, about this. Well, think about this. Yeah. You can't have that because. You can't have Wonder Woman. Uh, you can't have that, you know, the that relationship yeah. like hanging like a thread somewhere. You know, you have yeah. to bring her it's back into the it's, weave. You have to weave her back yeah. into the carpet, and you have to. Yeah, the it, way to do that is Steve, and it's a trinity, not a threesome. <laughs> right, and so, <laughs> so I mean, in order to carry that. on. Well, well, it's a well. We said that during the day when you know the book that shall not be named. Um, no, we said that when when Jeff Johns remember that bombshell he dropped. Well, Bruce and Diana have a secret together, yeah. and we were like, where? <laughs> and we never did find that out, and I don't want to find it out. Wait, now. Is this the secret? Is the I don't know, Jeff. Tell me. So, but the title of the book itself kind of gives a redeeming quality because there's a vow involved. Mm-hmm. So it's not secret keeping. It's a vow was made. Now, um, is it Bruce's vow to Selena? Mm-hmm. Is it Diana's vow to Steve? I mean... Wonder Woman can have a moment of weakness, okay, and basically, but the issue makes her look like she's the initiate. She in, she's the initiate, the initiator. Mm, but basically, exactly, we're seeing it from Bruce's point of view. In that, she's a beautiful woman. She's washing her hair. You know, you're going to marry her. Okay, she didn't have to say that stuff. She didn't say you love her. You're going to marry her. But you're with me. Okay, she. Then that's a fact. 
he is there with her. Okay. But this, you know, I still think you can't have Wonder Woman looking bad when this is over. Yep. You have to yep. get her knitted into the carpet of, you know, their friends. And that that's the other thing. Their friends, he understands her. And he also understands where she's coming from. You know, Batman is always mm-hmm. in detective mode. And sometimes that makes him look cold or detached or whatever. And so he understands that. And so here's Diana basically looking detached and cold, but he knows she's in warrior mode. He knows Mm -hmm. she's got to fight for thousands of years. I mean, what other mode is she going to pick? So, Mm -hmm. but in order to break her out of that, because she has to, I, I still think the lesson to be learned is is that at the end of the day, what are you fighting for? Yeah. It, you know, and you should be fighting to get back to Steve. He is fighting to get back to Selena, and maybe that's the vow that I will come back yeah. to you, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, the right. way I would do it is, the next book you open Batman forty and the straight away the first panel you see is Bruce and uh Diana laughing and saying Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Well what would <laughs> like, well even, even funnier would be like, you know, Selena and Gentleman are walking around and or, you know, she's getting him to his wife or whatever and she runs into Steve Trevor. Yeah, and he's and she's like, so you know those two are out for like a thousand years or something. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they'll come back. It's cool. Oh, You'll Steve probably could, just have to delay the wedding for right. a thousand and years. Right, and could say, well, <laughs> you know, Diane and I have this, you know, we'll always skip, go back to each other, you know. Because, I mean, he goes off on missions and, you know, it's half dead, but he's always got to get back to Diana. And so... Yeah. I think, you know, I think this is basically a lesson for Wonder Woman. Now, we will see that Bruce actually learns that, yeah, that's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting to get back to Selena. I think what the lesson is is that they both learn what their humanity is. Right. Because, again, I discussed this so many, we discussed this, excuse me, so many times with the New 52. Right. Um, with the humanity, you know, they're fighting for Earth. Really, why are they fighting for Earth? You know, uh, one woman flying off above the humans, so she's definitely not fighting for, you know, the human uh, hum- humans because they both ha- don't have any humanity. Right. Uh, Bruce lost his family in the New Fifty Two. Right, death of the family. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 what was he fighting for? No Selena, so who's he fighting for? Right. Nothing. Um, so, yeah, if if Tom King, and I hope, again, that I don't wish ill on him. I don't want his book to do bad. I want his book to sell to, you know, like uh, the the double date. It went to second printing. It was the top three books of uh, December. I want that, you know. Well, um, it, it, I want that for all his books. He's because building he bat- true love stories. Right. He's yeah. building on Batman's mythology. He's not going to blow that. 
Yeah, he it writes is, true love stories. Right, and, and we have to remember true, we have yeah. we have to remember that Bruce is in love with Selena enough to ask her to marry him, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is in love with Steve Trevor. Enough to buy a house with him. Right. Yeah. So, but the thing about it is is that we didn't have that in the New 52. Now we have PTSD because of that. And yeah. so now when these kind of things crop up, and especially when we go back to Action 761, you know, mm-hmm. all that connotation. But we have to keep in mind that yeah. Tom has built this relationship between Batman and Catwoman, Bruce and Selena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selena, more or less, you know, she didn't have to fight Talia. No, she did. she didn't. But she did. Yeah. To save Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole reason, the whole reason she did it was to get Holly, because as she to- to- tells her, I want the I want my happy ending. She right. tells her that straight right. out. She says, "I I want this, you know." And so she's willing to fight for it. Listen, listen. Let's go way back to Bane, okay, with Tom King. Right. Everybody said, "Oh, Selena's gonna betray him." No, she didn't. She right. Was we said, nah, she won't." She, <laughs> yeah, we said, "Please, man, have you read a Batman and Catwoman comic?" Uh, she plays both sides because she can. She has the willpower and the and the stamina to do that, right? And I mean stamina of character, not physical stamina. Um, you know, everybody thought Selena's going to betray him. No. She was tested there. She came out on top. So is this his, um, what do they call it, a watershed moment where you have to... Right. Just, test yeah. and, and come out right. Yeah, I think that's the right analogy I just used, the right idiom there I just used. Um metaphor. Right. That thing. That thing in English. Oh yeah, I think it's definitely late. a test for Bruce. But I also think yeah, yeah. that yeah. he's gonna help Wonder Woman with her you know her thing too. No, yeah, listen. Yeah. Everything I've seen from Tom King has been a true love story. True right. love has its test as its moment. Right. And, you know, uh, monogamy and fidelity and all that is, is part of the, the test and the long road to true love. Right. So, yes, it's tested. You know, Lois Lane was tested when Superman died. Oh, yeah. Right? And she was like, she was like, I don't care who this dude is, Clark's the only one, you know. Right. Uh, they were tested before that when they broke off their engagement, right? Right. Uh, and then she climbed the mountain and she found out that she and Clark were the only two people in the world that climbed this mountain. Right. Uh, so they're like made for each other. Uh, and I was like, okay, Dad, you're good, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, I, I trust that the man has a true love story written in there, which is why I didn't judge him. I t- just told him that he could have gone about it a bit better with Diana. That's all. That's all. Because right, right now she don't look good. Yeah. Well, and here's here's his dilemma. He can't make mm. her sisterhood because then there wouldn't be the testing moment. 
Yeah, but there wouldn't be, um, you know, if there was a sisterhood moment, then there wouldn't be the test, then there wouldn't be a story, then, right. then you know, there wouldn't be Diana's sort of strength of character. You talked about warrior, you know, right. warrior mode, all that sort of thing. Right. So there wouldn't be that if there was that sisterhood moment. Like when you see Lois and Selena, they break down and they take down. These are two people who have shells upon shells upon walls of, of, you know, put up in their defense. So for them to literally slide down the wall and cuddle with each other behind a teddy bear, the cutest thing I've ever seen in comics, uh, is, you know, them opening up to each other and accepting a friendship. So I hope, I hope when they come back, one woman then acknowledges Selena. Oh yeah. And there is that moment because I missed that, right? And and I miss uh, her not acknowledging Steve. So I hope there's that. And I hope Bruce just goes, Nah, man, I love Selena. I wouldn't do this to her. Plus, the other thing is that this, I mean, it's a cliffhanger, right? But yeah. Selena, is she not in love with Bruce? Right? Who? She's not... I'm sorry. Diana's Ooh. not... Diana's not in love with her. Yeah. Bruce. I was just sorry, like, what's I said the... Selena. I apologize. Yeah. You're like, what do you mean? Um, what do you mean? She Diana's just not in love with ago. Bruce. So basically, <laughs> is it like, I'm horny? I don't think I'm yeah, going to live that's again. That's what it comes off it, You know, I don't have any hope of living any longer, which is stupid because gentleman is not... Wonder Woman or Batman, and he seemed to have survived just fine. So, yeah, but, yeah, I think, you know, once they have their testing and, you know, they have their revelations that, oh, okay, um, I think it will be stronger. I think the Bruce-Selena relationship will be stronger. Selena's going to be going through some lessons, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe she experiences Gentleman and his wife their relationship. I mean, here's yep. a woman who her husband's gone been gone for a little over a year, but he's lived thousands of years in that time. Mm-hmm. What does that mm-hmm. love look like when you get back together? Yeah. Here's a woman who is willing to wait for him. Right. You know? Or you, we are hoping she hasn't got a little somebody on the side. Right, but that wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. a lesson for Selena, though. Yeah, or it could be adding doubt to her mind. And then Bruce comes back and he's like, no, I didn't do anything. And she's like, you're a better man. You're a real gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I'm so corny. I'm so corny with my dialogue. <laughs> I am. You're a real gentleman anything like that. Anyway, anyway, we've talked enough about Batman. Yeah. Um, so now that we've dissected it, it. Hey, it, it's a frog on the table. Yeah. Okay, um. so <laughs> we were told that Superman would be uh, like the finale of the whole Super Sons one no. thing, but it wasn't. No, we weren't, we weren't told that. Um, yeah, it was we in were the told Super that way. Yeah, the, then 
Pete Tomasi and Patrick Gleason came out and they tweeted that um, the solicits were wrong. Again. Well, I didn't see the tweet, um, so. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, um, you know, they came out and they tweeted that the solicits were wrong um, and the finale was going to be in Super Super Sons. I was going to say Superboy. Right. Super Sons number 12. Uh, yeah. And that Superman 39 would be a uh, break for Patrick Gleason from drawing. Um, all these people were taking breaks. I think their hands got sore. I love how they just take one comic break. So, um, yeah, it's like a month. Yeah, not even. It's two weeks. <laughs> so which should we do last? Because we always do the best one last. Superman or Super Sons? Oh, Superman. Yeah, I agree. I I cried. I did too. I was like, oh, I, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm not expecting. I thought that was going to be like a fun, fun. And then, holy damn, the heavy just hits you. Yeah. Now, let's go through Super Sun quickly because yeah, okay. that's, right. that's fun. It's, so, it's fun again. We're, yeah. We're yeah. dealing with, oh, it's called Super Sons of Tomorrow finale. Uh, broken mm-hmm. future, and if you recall, um, Future's End, Tim Drake, t- Batman comes back, uh, and it wants to kill John Kent because of something that happens in the future that he's responsible mm-hmm. for. Okay, and mm-hmm. so Tim kind of divides the Teen Titans, our present-day Teen Titans. Um, mm-hmm. Raven and Beast Boy side with Tim, and the rest side with trying to protect John, and, of course, Damien's trying to protect John. Um, Then we have uh, Bart Allen, Cassie, Wonder Girl, and uh, or Wonder Woman by that time, I would imagine, and, or maybe not, uh, Superman, uh, uh, Connor Kent, come back from, from their universe to get uh tim who was on their teen titan team mm-hmm. yep so um so we're dealing with multiple universes um and tim keeps falling into these you know where you get to see other universes um there's a big splash page uh where you get to see um Crisis on Infinite Earths, where Supergirl died. Flash also died there. We see the New 52 Joker face that got cut off of his face. What else is on mm-hmm. there? Oh, so much. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go through this. Uh, so we see the Legion of Superheroes. We see right. uh, Superman as Parallax, which was from um, the Superman Green- story that was... Green Lantern as Parallax? Yeah, you remember the Superman, the two right. Superman stories where he where he was parallax and all that. Yeah, that that issues. Uh, we see the metal Batman from Metal. Don't ask me what their names are. Yeah. Uh, we see um, this is Superman from um, what's that thing called? Flashpoint. Uh, we see parallax from after the death of Superman. We see convergence. You see Final Crisis, where Batman gets zapped by uh, Darkseid. You see Blackest Night, 
Um, we see the old Justice League. We see Flashpoint. Uh, we see Green Lantern Rebirth. We see, uh, what's this thing called? It was in Teen Titans now. Judas Contract. We see the two Flash hugging from Rebirth uh, when Barry pulls Wally out of the thing. What what you call it? The Speed Force. Um, and then we see the um, crime syndicate from Trinity War. Right. Yeah, but it could just be the with this picture somebody told me is not from actually Trinity War. It's from uh, the Multiversity book. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So Earth 3. Yeah. It's just the Earth 3 people. Yeah. Um, What's the one with the guy screaming in the rain? Is that the identity crisis? That's... Is, I don't know. Is that identity crisis? Or is that the, the thin flash from... Uh, not Thin Flash. Thin Superman from. Um... Oh no! Oh no! Oh. This is. No, this isn't the Flashpoint Superman. This no. is elast. This is the elastic guy. What's his name? Uh, Elongated yeah. man. Elongated yes. man. Is that yes. Sue Dibney or? That is Sue Dibney. Yes. So that's yes. identity crisis. That's identity crisis, and then final crisis is. That or. Is it Johnny Thunder? I don't know. I don't know. There's a body there, but it doesn't look like Sue. Is that supposed to be Sue? Okay, I you're going to really, really think I'm crazy right now. But right. this, this is done by uh, Rags Morales, who right. drew he did it Identity originally. Crisis. Yeah. Yeah. So this, and they use no, they use the same artist pictures from each oh, okay. uh, era. Like so, you have Doug uh, Mankey who did the original for um, Final Crisis. You have, um, you know, the original page pages by uh, Ivan Reis in Blackest Night. I right. am my head. Oh my God! No wonder I can never remember all my schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that comic stuff in it. <laughs> You've got George Prince who did, um, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths. You've got um, Batman R.I.P. Uh, Batman R.I.P. Yeah, Doug, by Doug Mankey. Um, you have uh, what's his name, David Finch, who did the Crime Syndicate. Oh my God, my head. Um, You're good, you got, are, girl. Uh, uh, you got uh, what's his name, Greg Capullo, who did Faceless Batman, a uh, Joker rather. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all the original artists' work. Now wait a so. minute, that was on Detective cover. No, no, no. You see the faceless Joker in Detective Comics, right? But you see the Joker with the face in Batman okay. when they did the uh, Death of the Family. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This and then we have convergence too. We got all that hunting code yeah. convergence stuff. Yeah, convergence was the artist there. Let's see if I can remember. Uh can't remember. Damn. So almost like ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. So Tim got sucked back into back to his world. 
because he got his hand mm-hmm. back. And yeah, he got his hand back. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I think Connor says, there's another question that needs to be answered. In all this action, we've never been properly introduced, meaning the two sets of... Mm, that's Clark. Is that Clark? Mm. Okay. Uh, Connor has the... Um, what was the name of that? It was after World's at War. He's got the... Black S. Yeah, the black yeah. background S. Yeah. Um. And Clark says, who are all of you, and why are you wearing an S? And Connor goes, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Connor basically tells him, dude, I'm from the future. I can't tell you much. <laughs> he says, you don't know me yet, but you once told me when it comes to time travel and alternate realities, the less we say and do, the better. And Clark goes, sounds like good advice. And he goes, it was. And we're very sorry for the loss of your, and they say, it's so, who is it? Cassie says, Tim Drake is a dead Superman. He's now everywhere, every when. And then Jonathan says, are you going to stay? And Damien goes, there's so much we can learn, so much, so many questions you can. And Cassie goes, that's exactly why we can't stay, Robin. Whatever's coming mm-hmm. your way is something you'll need to figure out yourself. Yes. Don't even get dun, a start dun, dun. on time travel because it always gives Kimmy a headache. It gives me a headache, too. I so, like time travel. It gives me a good headache. Well, <laughs> when you sit there go, but then if blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> Clark says, safe travel, Superman. And Connor says, and to you, Superman. And so, they go back to their world. And they won't then Beast Boy says, that blonde, I think I know her. I wish we'd gotten their names. Now, why would Beast Boy have a recollection? Now, this is because Sejna bought every single New 52 book up until issue 12. Uh, well, the ones that made it to issue 12. Yeah. Uh, in the original Teen Titans, where Tim Drake had his feathers and... John Kent, who had the, the, he was like super boy, super biker dude. Um, Cassie was originally on the Teen Titans. Right. And this Beast Boy is still that Beast Boy. Okay. So that's, so again, we've got time being messed with. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Manhattan, for giving us good proper headaches uh, (laughs) where we have to. Yeah, we have to go back and basically make, okay, so this person in the New 52 is carried over to Rebirth. So they have memories from this event, but we don't know where their memories got cut over. And it's like... (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Wally West, not the redhead, uh, took a selfie Mm -hmm. with the other Teen Titans and um, so Raven gives him holy H because, you know, she says, do you want to compromise the timeline and more lives? And so then he says, well, I could download it from the cloud. She says, what just happened is nothing to be smiling or laughing about. A version of Tim Drake, someone 
some of us were close to just sacrificed himself in front of us a minute ago, and you're snapping selfies with a big, goofy grin on your face. And so he apologizes. And so Clark takes Damien and Jonathan. He says, seems you all have some things to clear up. Excuse us for a moment. And he heads back for the fortress. Now, Bruce Mm -hmm. is in bed because he got the crap kicked out of him by Tim Drake. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how I love how people always have like one plaster on their face. Like you just got smashed. You know? But there's one plaster on you one plaster on your face, you know. Well, I mean he's got more than one. He's got one across his nose, he's got one on his chin, he's got two on his cheek, so and then one on the other cheek. And he's got some on his bicep, so he's and so he wakes up <sighs> and Alfred comes into the room and he's how long have I been out, Alfred? And he goes, out, sir? He goes, unconscious, thanks to my run-in with the alternate Tim Drake again. And he goes, must have been a dream, Master Bruce. And so then Bruce is looking at himself in the mirror, and he's got bandages all over him. And he goes, dream? <laughs> so, back at the Like, fortune. Alfred, what's in that tea? Yeah. Well, you've been popping up that tea. So, back at the fortress, Damien and then Jonathan are whispering, he's been standing there for five minutes. What's he doing? Jonathan, I... Thinking, I guess. He's, About what? Everything's taken care of. It's all wrapped up. And Clark says, I'm not sure I agree with you that everything is all wrapped up, Damien. And Jonathan goes, Super hearing dummy, remember? And, he goes, and Damien goes, Stupid powers. So, Clark is a little upset. He says, Maybe I need to reassess this partnership of yours because he's worried that. Damien's influence is going to cause Jonathan to do something in the future that's going to mess up the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, one good-looking clock. Oh, damn, Mama! It says mm-hmm. Damien points out. I believe we were talking about a possible future, not one set in stone. And then Jonathan says, "You always say we make our own fate, Dad. That we make our own choices." And so Clark says, "Yes, but anything I can do here." And now, to make certain paths aren't taken, I have to consider. I'm your father, and I refuse to believe that you'll destroy. And then Damien interrupts. Look, John's possible future was already altered the minute Drake absorbed the solar flare from him. It's your possible future I'm worried about, Damien. Whatever John did, he did to stop you. So, Clark's concerned mm-hmm. about their relationship. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I just want to point out hypocrisy here, Superman, Clark. Well, he is a worried father. In action comics, yeah, in action, exactly, because he's a worried father, he can, you know, backtrack on his words. In action comics, he's like, no, no, Lex Luthor has not committed a crime, yet you cannot prosecute him for a crime that's happened. Bambadoodle, in this story, he's like, Damien, I don't trust you, just because Look at you. <laughs> well, <laughs> he is a worried dad. So then Damien points out, and it's a two way street, Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent, ooh. He says, I'll I'll be there to protect John. And John puts his arm around Damien and says, Staying close to Damien, being a friend in good times and bad is the answer, not pushing him away. We only learn by making our own choices, Dad. And then Clark smiles down at his son like, yeah, you're a thinking kid. 
He goes, how do you get so smart? He says, I guess by listening to you and mom all the time. <laughs> Definitely his mother. <laughs> yeah. He goes, all the time? Hmm. He goes, well, maybe most of the time. And then Damien goes, tossing around all this sugar is turning me into a diabetic. So. So. They have a conversation with the Teen Titans. And they need to uh, call a meeting. And so Clark offers, since their headquarters has been destroyed, Clark offers the the Justice League satellite for their meeting. And so Mm -hmm. they all sit in their prospective seats. And John says, guess I'll leave you all so you can have your meeting because they're going to decide if John should join the Titans. And so Damien's like, yeah, John should be in it, blah, blah, blah. And they have a discussion, especially with this this point that Jonathan might do something to destroy the future. And so John says, comes running in, because he's got super hairy. And he says, sorry, I overheard you. Is there anything I can do before you vote to help convince you? And Damien says, not necessary. He says, okay, I'll let you get to your secret vote. You won't regret it. I'll make a great team titan. I'm a total team player. And then Batman comes in, and um, John goes, oh, hi, Batman. He goes, hmm, I want a complete report from you kids about the alternate Tim Drake and every detail about your encounter. And Damien says, we're in the middle of a vote here. Could you? And he says, what are you voting on? And uh, whether Superboy can join the Teen Titans. And John's like, maybe I should leave the room. And Batman says, no, no need. Go ahead. Take a vote. A show of hands should do. And so Damien shoots up, he's smiling, and shoots up his hand and says, okay, who thinks Superboy should be a Teen Titan? And not and not anybody else is raising their hand, and Batman goes, and the nays have it. Sorry, Superboy. And so Starfire explains, you know, with all this craziness, they need to, you know, not let him be on the team just yet. And so then he walks away, and then Damien goes after him, and Jonathan thanks him for having his back. It means a lot. He says, hey, that's what partners are for. We look out for each other. And he goes, that's what friends are for, too, right? And he goes, friends? You just had to ruin it, didn't you? And Jonathan says, sorry. He says, don't be. And so he puts his hand on Jonathan's shoulder. So, yeah. Aww. So those two are tight like their dads. They're like bros. So. Mm-hmm. And this was their testing ground and stuff. And so Damien, you know, before he wasn't going to let him on the Teen Titans because he wasn't old enough. So take, yep. us, through, take us through Superman. <laughs> I'm going to It was so good. Um, okay. Okay. I'm going to skip some dialogue before this talk show cuts me out. Uh, yeah. But if I get cut off, I will call back. Um, okay. So Superman is fighting this. I'm not going to go through all these puns. There's just yeah, there's, he's fighting um, a bunch of people. He's fighting these people called the demolition team. So it's like Steamroller. He has a Steamroller. Uh, rock, uh, Rosie the Riveter. She's the Riveter. Blah, blah, blah. So he takes all these people down. Um, and then he notices... Uh, you know, someone's looking at him. And 
he then you get the splash page of him saying morning kids and you see him looking into a kid's hospital mm-hmm. and so then he's discussing something with uh the parents and the doctors and you see it's a children's cancer center and so one of the children um zooms on his uh wheelchair and he you know tells all the kids you know superman's here and, you know, they're like, please, why would Superman hang with us when he can hang with the Justice League? <laughs> and, you know, this guy's like, this kid's like, no, no, you've got to believe me. Superman was here. And then Superman says, and I've brought some friends. And so Green Lantern has this huge um, space shuttle that he makes out of uh, green light and... Mm-hmm. You know, Superman says, all aboard, kids. Come on, say hello to Pilot Green Lantern. And they all board uh, the, the space shuttle. And it's Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason are the writers with Barry Kitson uh, on pencils. And it says, good night, moon. Um, so Superman's like, okay, I know you've got a lot of questions. Uh, one says, how old are you? What's Krypton like? Um, do you have a girlfriend? How sharp Doomsday's bones do you and Batman hang out? Is Flash faster than you? And Superman's like, uh, didn't realize you'd have so many questions. And so then the kid who was in the wheelchair says, what's it like to fly? He says, it's the best power of all. He says, that's what I thought. And so then they hit um, zero gravity. Mm-hmm. And so all the children uh, take off and they are able to, quote unquote, fly for a time. Uh, and they're going to the Justice League satellite. Um, yeah. Before that, uh, what does, oh, uh, Latif is the child in the in the wheelchair and he says, I was just thinking about my best friend, Gail. She was on the same floor with all of us. I wish she could have shared this too. She died last week. And, you know, so he's feeling sort of, he wanted to share that with his friend. So then they get to the Justice League satellite and Superman's like, I have a few more friends that you get to hang out with and it's the Justice League. Cool. Like, best day ever. (laughs) So Wonder Woman's like, welcome to the Watchtower. Come on in. Batman's just sulking in the corner. Um, All the kids are like, whoa, no way. And so Flash takes uh, the child in the wheelchair for a ride. and Wonder Woman shows, you know, one of the, the girls um, her, her bracelets, you know, she lets her try it on. Aquaman takes some child swimming on the Justice League Watchtower with dolphins. Um, okay, all right. Um, Cyborg shows another child all his tech. Uh, Batman shows one child his battering. Uh, another child gets to play with Aquaman's trident. Um, another one with um, Wonder Woman's lasso 
and Cyborg shows them his uh, sonic cannon, and Batman showing them his grappling hook, and Superman is flying three kids on his back. They're all having a good time. And so then, there's a scavenger hunt, uh, and the items that need to be found. Superman's cape, Wonder Woman's lasso, a battering, slashes, uh, badge, insignia, uh, Aquaman's trident, cyborg's something, uh, Green Lantern's power battery, uh, and he says, the hardest of all to get, Superman is delegating, he says, the hardest of all to get, a picture of Batman smiling. Hmm. Here's some smartphones to try and get this picture. It says, good luck. Um, the first one back here with the most items gets another special trip. Go. So all the kids go around and they find, you know, some Flash symbol, Batman's space helmet, uh, Cyborg's arm, um, Green Lantern's power battery. Uh, one child is trying to get Batman to smile. He's like, come on, Batman, give me a smile. And Batman's like, mm. uh, <laughs> So then the other one finds Wonder Woman's golden lasso. Um, Aquaman's trident, a battering. <laughs> Clark hung his cape as his curtains. <laughs> and so then um, Latif uh, goes up to Batman, the, the one in the wheelchair, and he says, uh, Batman. And then Batman smiles and he says, <laughs> And then they all get happy and they start clicking photos of Batman smiling. And then they all ask Latif, how did you get Batman to smile? He says, I told him a joke. And then the the Justice League members look at Batman like, what? And he's like, hmm, it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) So Latif wins, but he wants to take all of his friends on the trip. Mm-hmm. And so then Superman takes everybody and they're all in spacesuits. And you see uh, Latif saying, It's beautiful. And then Superman says, Yes, it is. All done with your rocks? And they all say, Yes, yes, yep, finished, done. And then Superman says, Lay them all down. And they put all the rocks down. And then you notice they have names written on them. And then Latif says, this is so cool. Our names will be here forever, right? He says, and ever, Latif. And then the one child asks, hey, can we stay here a little longer? And he says, absolutely, kiddo. Absolutely. And you see that he put all their names on little rocks. And they put it on the moon. And they're looking out at Earth. Sweet. It was so good. And it was typical Clark. I was getting choked up just rereading this to you right now. Oh, so good. So, Patrick Gleason, man, and Peter Marcy, like, what? Yeah. So, So good, so good. We've got, I think his name is John. John is guest number nine in the chat room. And here's his question. 
Who would you pick, mm-hmm. Clark or Superman? Oh, Clark. Ah. <laughs> See, my my thing is Clark is Superman and Superman is Clark. Can't have they're not divided. They're the same person. Uh, I raise you that and I give you Superman year, uh one year later. That story um up up and away. Right. Where he is the superhero. Clark is the the hero. Um right. but no. Superman's just the the stuff he can do. Yeah. Right. Superman is basically his powers, but it's Clark driving those powers. The thing about it is if mm-hmm. you don't have Clark Kent, then you've got a rogue Superman. He has to be Clark Kent. Yeah. I pick Clark every time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next week we have Action Comics number 996. That is Choking Superman. Um, ah. Wonder Woman number 39. I'm not sure who that is. One song. That's uh. a silver swan name. Oh, that's right. Um, what is this thing doing? I hope their news station is better than their website. Um... See, I'm looking here. Oh, Nightwing New Order, which is different than Nightwing. We are reading that. Um, not reading that. Let's see what else. Oh, Gotham City Garage comes out. The uh, print comes out on eight, and I've been reading. Gotham City Garage, I try to go back from the beginning. The Lois Lane issue had a falling star in it. Did you see that? Whoops. Up. She left and she came back. Hold on. Girl, you're back. Hello. Hello. Um in Gotham City. I told you I'd come back. I know. Gotham City Garage. Did you notice the falling? Oh, did the you falling mo- star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Gotham City Garage, Kara came as a base. Right. Yes. She's yep. raised by mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon. Uh huh. So Clark could come as an adult. Only I don't know that he'd be called Clark. Oh. And remember That's that. Very good. Right, and Lois mentions to Barta something about, I don't do aliens or something. She just hasn't met the right one. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and remember the the writer or the artist says he's def- Superman is definitely in there? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in any of the other ones so far that I'm looking at. Um, yeah, I'll have to go through because I haven't. I've been out lazy. Um, I will go through Gotham City Garage, and I will check this out. Yeah. Um, because he said if if you read carefully, if you look carefully, you'll see him. So. Right, and so he so he can't be Clark because he hasn't shown up yet. He's Superman. Yeah. He'll show up as Cal. Coming after his baby cousin, and you know he got stopped, you know somewhere along the way, like Supergirl did. Mhm. 
And he didn't get stopped. <laughs> get well, you stopped. Know, he, it wasn't a tall. It wasn't a tall. He had to be on the road. <laughs> huh? You, you sir. You, it wasn't a speeding fun. You sir. You were speeding in light speed. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like Kara, she got suspended I know, animation. I'm a joke. You know, baby cow. I'm making. Yeah. I'm making a joke because. So in order for him to be the uh, same age as Lois, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. He can't come as a baby. Yeah. Because Lois in... Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, Lois in this book is not maternal. No. So, and she's, you know, she's a smoking and drinking tattooed Lois. But everybody in the book is tattooed. Everybody's got tattooed. They're cool, Lois. Yeah. Yeah. cool. Yeah, I so, love, her, I love, I just love her little tagline of "Stay strong, stay mean, stay free." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. And she's a Mad Max Lois. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basic. You know what? I'm because I'm reading through this, and I lo- some of it's Mad Max, but some of them are other up post-apocalyptic movies. And yes. Lois's one yeah. reminds me of the original Vanishing Point with Barry. What was his last name? Can't remember. Uh, but I yeah, I I know which one you're talking about. Yep. Right. And Cleavon Little played the DJ in this yes. post-apocalyptic world. Um, yep. And that's what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. He's that I just, voice I just in the like desk. it because yeah, I just like it because it's something. Different, but yes. it's written well, you right. know. Um, and it reminds and I got, you of all the post-apocalyptic things that you've seen previously. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I like post-apocalyptic stuff. Um, right. I like Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, I like Vanishing Point. Um, right. I'm trying to think of. Uh, okay, very sleepy brain. Can't think of anything. I like like Hunger Games and things. So right. if you're looking at more modern ones, or um, Rollerball, I like or um, ro- Rollerball. Uh, Holly is, I think, a roller derby person. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's tons. Of, I mean, in the seventies and eighties, there was tons of post-apocalyptic films. I like uh, Blade Runner. Yes. I love Blade Runner. Blade uh, what was the one with Jan Michael Vincent in the desert and there was cockroaches. I can't remember the name of it. There was Silent Running with Bruce Dern, but that was a space thing where he was keeping the gardens alive. And that you had the original yes. Huey, Louie, and Dewey, which were like the predecessors to R2-D2, the C-3PBO. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. It, it, yeah, I like it. Um. I like it that Barda and Lois are together. In that. Yeah. They're partnering up. Yeah. yeah. It's you know the reason it's called Free World or Free something. It's because of Scott Free. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it, Scott Free managed to get. So, so basically, Lex Luthor is a dictator, and he's built like um, I don't know this this world. He calls it a utopia, but it's not really. 
and um, people have been trying to escape from this this world um, and everybody that has escaped has gone into uh, a world that Scott Free opened the door to. Uh, so I don't know if it's like a like there's a wall or whatever. There's always a wall in a post-apocalyptic thing that keeps right. everything out. The dome. Remember the yeah, dome? Yeah, Thunderdome. I mean, well, even yes. Roger Gould says the line from Thunderdome in it. And Lex basically, and, you know, like Barter Town. There's a thing mm-hmm. with um, who runs Barter Town, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but um, Lex has this like dome city in there. And I think yeah. Scott escaped or whatever. And that reminded me of, um, yeah, oh, gosh, it's a book, too. Not Brave New World. What was the other one? The one where you you only lived to be 30 and you went to Carousel and then they killed you. Oh, uh, you know, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. That yes. Yeah. You know, basically What's they're the- trying to find sanctuary. And Sanctuary yeah. was outside and met the old man. Yeah. What was the name of that? It's a famous. Si- no. Not something Sky. Not huh? Sky. No. No. Sky something. No, no. Not Silent Running. It's uh, not 1984. It's. Oh, gosh, it's not... I know who's in it. Let me look up Richard Jordan. Yeah, I was just going to do the same thing. Okay, you beat me to it. <laughs> Michael you York was in it. Uh, they made a couple of them. Brave New World? Uh, was it Brave New World? Didn't they name the, the Superman one the in the in the episodes, uh, the animated series right. of Brave New World as well? Brave New Metropolis. Yeah, I, Brave New Metropolis. But it I was like different. That episode. It was different. Yeah, I, like um, that, I like that episode, though. Because he kissed Lois. Oh, yeah. Like, come here. Come well, here, he Lois. lost her once. Oh, there he is. Yeah. What is, whatever happened to Richard Jordan? Okay. He must have died. I don't know. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Uh, <laughs> he must have died. Do no. It was before that. Long before that. Captain's the King. Logan's Run. I knew something run. Running, I couldn't. Yeah, I knew. Run. I knew it was something about being free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminded me of Logan's Run. I mean, you know, all those, you know, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. things. So yeah, creation of worlds, you know, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I I'm waiting to see if my theory about Superman is true. That Cal El will fall down from the sky and Lois will find him. Oh, that would be so poetic. Poor, poor, poor Jimmy don't have no legs. Yeah, poor Jimmy got no chance. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. you're crushing on Lois there, and I'm like, ah, Jimmy, she's yeah. destined to be with somebody else. <laughs> Sorry. Is he still alive, Richard Jordan? No, he died in 1993. Gosh, he was 56. He died after making Gettysburg. Wow. Isn't Gettysburg, isn't Gettysburg a place? Yes. Didn't Superman about, take me there? Huh? Didn't Superman take me there on their, on their travels 
So yes, the DC the and all the Gettysburg was the turning point in the, our Civil War. There we go. See, see, I know, I know. Hey. A little bit. Yeah, probably know more American history than some of the kids these days. Well, that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. Okay, so next yep. week we will definitely be looking at action comics. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, Nightwing, New Order. Oh, yes. Ooh, yep. got my two favorite people there. Yeah. Middle-aged Clovis making out. Yep. There you go. Yep. So, I've got a bone to pick with the, 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 the Superman writers. It's like they're married. They're not dead. Let them do some stuff in the bedroom. Please. Yeah. Just don't battle, like, battle, battle all the time. Yeah, like, okay, he takes out to the fun fair, and then, and then, <laughs> you know, clocks on Lois in a Catwoman oh. suit, and he didn't rip her out of it, please. Doomsday clock comes out next week, too. It's Wednesday. Ooh. Ooh. Number three. Doomsday clock. There's a... Doomsday a, clock. A breaking yeah. gin bottle. Is the cover. The alternate cover, the alternate cover is a better cover because it has Batman reading Rorschach's diary. <gasps> really? Oh, cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, Gary Frank tweeted out those two covers and I was like, Gary, that second cover? Woo! All the secrets are being revealed. <laughs> Yay! Okay. I'm like, so. finally, Batman being a detective. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for that. But yeah, yep. you need to redeem yourself. But what happened with, with Justice League? Yeah, Jeff? what happened Jeff. with Justice? Push back, Jeff. Tell these people who quit yeah. messing up the DCEU. You know, Jeff John, I love you because you write so. When you want to, you write such intelligent books, and you're a person that makes people think. Um. You know, I, I keep going back to, to one of my favorite Jeff Johns books. It's Secret Origins of Superman. Mm-hmm. It's such a good book, you know. And I read it recently and, like, literally just, just a couple of days ago. And such a good book. Jeff, what happened with Justice League, man? What happened? Did they gag you and throw you in a room? I don't know. Is it the same room that they gagged and threw Zack Snyder in? You know, you're, they all hogtied over there? What happened? I don't know. Jeff, it's too depressing back. to think about. But Come on. Help us out here. Yeah, Jeff. Don't be putting puff. Lois Lane is writing puff pieces. No, not ever, Jeff. You know that. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Yeah, Jeff. Next week, we're going to have a few comics and... Who knows what they'll be talking about in the movie world? Who knows? DC will launch their fake news channel and they'll be giving us splock and splack and bleh. Right. And, and turning our brains to mush. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. We'll still do our own research. We'll still yeah. try and find the truth. The truth is out there. I've been watching the new X-Files. Yeah. Okay, so we will be back next week. (laughs) Thanks 
Thank you, Holly, for keeping me entertained. Yep. <laughs> All right. And for 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 providing a counterbalance to to my Batman thirty nine review. Yeah. I was like evil. Just get rid of it. Now Tom King just has to deliver, that's all. And you're like, I'm hoping for Tom King. You know, like, no, DC's betrayed me once before. Well, I know. We've got this whole DC film betrayal thing going on, too. So maybe Tom yeah, King no, will not, just, you know, redeem not, it all just, for a moment in time. Yeah, not just the films, the comics, how many years they pulled the rug out from under. Well, yeah. Um. So yeah, we got yes, I do have PTSD from the New Fifty Two and yep. and the DC Y O. Oh, don't even go there. So whoever thought that was a good idea ought to have be decapitated. Jim Lee and Eddie Briganza. Oh gosh, well at least Briganza's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Anyway. See you next week. Enjoy <laughs> your comics. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Holly. Bye. Night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.